7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And uh, much like Barbara Bush said, she didn't want her mind tainted by the suffering of others i this week have not wanted my mind tainted by the in, insufferable people uh so i've checked out of the news this week everybody <laughs> and uh but of course uh, joining me as always my stalwart producers uh, who are always looking at news <laughs> uh rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc hello hi yeah um it's not pretty no, it's it's just, you know, I get dribs and drabs of shit, you know. Uh, somebody got their security clearance revoked. Kelly and Conway said something nasty and shitty. And Trump <laughs> tweeted some bullshit. And everybody fawns over his incompetence and stupidity. And I'm just like, nope, staycation mode. Stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> so I will not catch on Trump fire this week. <laughs> I, I actually missed a whole day yesterday at this, and it was it was kind of lovely. Yeah, I just you know, well, and, and of course I'll tell everybody what I did yesterday. But Joe Santoris, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, very electric because I, I heard there's uh, some lightning and thunder starting up right now. I, I don't know if you could hear it, but it's you hear it. <laughs> I didn't, it uh, but nuts, I, I, I bet we'll catch it. So. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, all of a sudden just as the show started, uh, a thunderstorm come roaring through Scranton. Wow. Yes. So, but I'm here. I'm here and uh, we're on we're on with the show as we say. Yes. boots, Joe. Uh, yeah, I I, I never wear them twice. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh yeah, they, yeah, exactly. You can't do that. Can't wear those No, you never wear rubbers, rubbers twice. twice. No. So, you know, I'll tell you one place you might want to start wearing galoshes, and that's in uh, that's in France, everybody. Because oh, yeah, I, I just Big read a sto- I just read a story um, uh, on NPR <laughs> from August fourteenth by Merritt Kennedy. Nope, those aren't mailboxes. Paris rolls out <laughs> sidewalk urinals. Yeah, don't put your mail in there. No. <sighs> How unsanitary you do, is don't this? Don't reach in and take it out. <laughs> okay, so in Paris, you open urinals. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. It's they're just yeah. They're well. They're it's it's like a little. It has a little shield on the side, so you can like you know, pull up into it. 
<laughs> but it says, uh, in Paris, authorities are taking an unusual approach to combat a scourge of public urination. Make urination even more public. The city is experimenting with completely, uh, completely exposed eco-friendly urinals. The devices are called the the Eurotrotoir. Urinoir. Urinoir. Eurotrotoir. I think it's I think it's Eurotrotoir is is how to say it. Yeah, I, just, I, I don't know. Just take your pee pee over there. Just Buckle up. Eurotrotoir. Which 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 combines the words for urinal and pavement. <laughs> uh, you know, there's, there's a rat in story somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rupee rats relatives might rupee be uh, involved. Uh, uh, they're they're <laughs> they're not at all subtle. They're bright red in uh, in heavily trafficked areas. For example, directly next to the the uh, how do you say it? the sign uh, the sign near Nord Sen. Uh, okay, there you go. I'll put, I while you're telling this. the story, I'll put a picture of one in the, near uh, near Notre Dame Cathedral. Yeah, so they put it, but it's it's you know there you go. You can you can uh, gaze fondly at Notre Dame Cathedral. Well, you're taking there a whiz. You Come on, man. There, take a um, look. You're in what? You're in what? You're in You're in what? And there's, there's, and, in, and on top, there's Pepe Le Pew. Do you pee on the bush? It, no, uh, no, in that no. little thing. See in, the little the, thing there? Yeah, you, you pull up. You just saddle up to that baby and whip it out. Yeah. I, I, and and although the article continues, it says, uh, if and if there's any confusion... A large white and red sign with an arrow and a cartoon of a man peeing probably clears it up. <laughs> French authorities say they're using this surprising solution to try and supplement existing toilets in the heavily congested area where there are urine issues. The interest of this uh, new urban fixture lies in mo its mobility ease of installation and use as well as its ecological dimension city authorities said in a statement <laughs> you know here's here's the thing you guys all know that Bob and I and I, I know we're not the only Americans to go to Paris uh -huh. we went to Paris two years ago mm -hmm. I, I could I don't remember seeing a lot of people peeing around Notre Dame. Well, I, apparently it's a problem. I don't remember seeing people peeing around many areas that we were in in Paris. It might have been one neighborhood. They were just very sneaky. But it, <laughs> And apparently, the pee in the Seine is a pain. Okay, are you going to do a joke about Lorraine? Are you do a joke about Lorraine? Because... Because I swear to God, uh. <laughs> I grew up with Lorraine on the Seine is a pain. I, I had, I was bullied with words growing up. Well, you can <laughs> go with the rain in Spain falls mainly in the urinal. I'm really, I, I didn't know about this story, and I didn't know this was such a huge problem. Ah, and as I was listening... the French. <laughs> ah, the French. <laughs> as I was listening, I thought maybe it was kind of more in the, you know, the outskirts of, of Paris and, mm. you know, some of the more... I'm going to say yeah. slums. I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say slums because I remember New York City 
in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Everybody peed on the street. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was, even I peed on, no, I did not. You did not. No, you <laughs> no, I didn't. did not. Actually, I might have. I wish Actually, I had I might Tim Cornell's urine, urine sound effect. I don't have anything like that. <laughs> yeah, there's one with the I'll, flushing I'll toilet. I probably did. I probably did. Walking home being like, well, I can't wait for the bathroom. Fred says, well, the French do say wee wee. Yeah, wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh, yeah, oui, oui. a lot. Uh, and it says. The thing uh, that surprises me about this is that the, in, in, in and around Paris, they have public bathrooms. Mm-hmm. And they're really interesting because, you know, you press. They're almost like. They're almost like, I don't want to say elevators, but you press the button and they're round. So you press the button to open it up and the door kind of opens up and you can go mm. into the bathroom. And they're not always pretty. I mean, sure. they're public bathrooms, right? Could yeah. I, you know what? I just thought of something. If there's security cameras there, that would give a new meaning to streaming video. Oh, See? God, there there you go. Joe is, is definitely on to something uh, with that. <laughs> Um, and I hope uh, there are no rim shots going on in the bathroom. <laughs> I hope aim, not. aim for the toilet, not the rim. So, uh, uh, but I want to know. I want to know. Uh, I didn't know this what was happens a problem when, at Paris. What happens when those babies fill up? Uh, <laughs> that is. I think, I think that the, the, the bathrooms the themselves. I have a feeling that they're connected to the sewer. Again, I could be wrong, but that was. Oh, my they assumption. look pretty freestanding to me. Are they you do, talking they, about the they look like walls? mailboxes. Yes. Yeah. I'm talking about the public bathrooms. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, oh, well I mean, let me get boxes. Yeah, let me get back to the article, too. Um, okay, right. So, <laughs> the new additions, the, uh, it says, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, it says, they introduced three of these toilets in March and added a fourth in July. They're planning to install a fifth urinal soon. The new additions have appalled some residents, such as Paola Pelazari. That doesn't sound very French. Uh, so, <laughs> um, and uh, who, who, black, you know who, who owns a Venetian <laughs> art store? Uh, there's no need to be to put something so immodest and ugly in such a historic spot. She tells Reuters. Some others view the urinals as straightforwardly sexist. Uh, they have been installed on a sexist proposition. Men men cannot control themselves from the bladder point of view, and and so all of society has to adapt. Gwendolyn. Uh, I'm not going to try and say her last name, of the feminist uh, group Femmes uh, Solidaires, uh, tells the news service, the public space must be transformed to cause the minimum discomfort. Um, And that's that's a very good point. The designers advertise their products as the urban ecological solution for civilizing wild peeing. Well, (laughs) damn it. No, I I love that 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 part is the part that I've been thinking. I, all right, again, we went to Paris. Never once did my Bob have to pee in public. Never well, yeah. once, never once was there a time well, when he was like, "Well, I have to pee, and I really can't wait to walk, you know, one hundred and fifty feet over to that restaurant and buy a glass of wine for three dollars." Yeah. Well, I can honestly say, I can honestly say, I, I don't think geography affects uh, anybody's bladder too much. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I've, you know, I, I, we went out yesterday for, let me think, um, I don't know, like four hours, five hours, little day trip, went to lunch, did some shopping. Um, 
I went to the bathroom before I left, and I went to the bathroom when I came home. So I got around, and I had a few beverages, too. I, I had some, some soft drinks and some water. And, um, you know, not once did, I, did my body say, oh, time to go right here in front of this store. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean that's you know, that's that's <laughs> the thing is in the places I went story. Yeah, in the places I, I, I went had restrooms I could have used too. But go ahead. But I, I do I find it interesting that it's around Notre Dame and they I didn't I haven't read the story that Ken is talking about, everybody who's listening. But if it's if it's around Notre Dame in that particular area, I really call bullshit on this. Like if if it's an area where there's no restaurants where, you know, it Again, yeah, it's not slums, you know, poor areas where there's nothing there and they just don't want people to, you know, pee on the streets or drop a deuce. Yeah, <laughs> I get uh, it. But well, that particular area, there is mm-hmm. no excuse for anybody peeing on the street. No. And so well, I do. Now I'm thinking about this. Now I really do think this is this makes no sense. And there is some sexism involved because where are the women's bathrooms? Yeah. And and they, can use, they can use these. You gotta get those. Really, uh, really, Joe. There's no prohibition. Okay, Joe. Huh? Stop. Uh, well, I'm just saying. The uh, the article. Let, let me finish the article. <laughs> um, I know exactly what I know. It Joe says, knows, no, and this no. is the this is the only plus side uh, I can see in the article to it. It says men pee into the receptacle, which is filled with straw and other composting materials uh, to keep odors mm-hmm. down. That material eventually becomes compost and can be used to fertilize plants. Uh, on top of the yiratwatwa <laughs> is <laughs> is a small flower garden to beautify public spaces. Of uh, course, city authorities uh, even said they this could reduce the amount of chemical fertilizer used. And then it goes on to say, this isn't the first time Paris has tried to tackle the wild peeing problem, according to The Guardian. In an effort to stem uh, stem the flow, <laughs> I'm sure the pun was intended. <laughs> little play on words there. Uh, Paris has uh, installed some 400 self-contained, uh, self-cleaning unisex public toilets uh, known as uh, stenicites. I don't know how to say it. Um, Those are the ones that I was talking about a couple there of minutes ago. Uh, free to use since 2006. It also employs a small army of street sanitation workers who disinfect and deodorize thousands of square meters of, of walls and pavements every month. Lauren, oh, Le- Lauren Lebeau, uh, or Lebeau, Lauren, uh, Laurent Lebeau, I should say, uh, a designer of Yuratwatwa. Yuratwatwa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but I, I just like it. Saying it doesn't to matter. No, nobody here knows. And uh, maybe somebody on the chat, you know, tells the 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 newspaper that the device isn't a uh, a complete fix to the problem. Uh, still, drunk blokes just keep pissing. He said, "People may have a laugh at our solution, but I could still work." There you go. Go out and get yourself a. I. You're hey, a th- 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 <laughs> a year in the Get yourself a year in the Theo, Theo in the blog, you know, he said that Paris has had public urinals forever, and um, you know, he he, I'm not I'm not dismissing him. Why this is such a conniption fit now escapes him. He said that I did not see it when I was there. Hmm. And granted, I was only there for you know we were we we were only there we we. Um, 
Come on, that was a joke, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. There you go. Uh, oh, uh, uh, there you go. Um, we were only there for, you know, a, a, you know, a little under two weeks, but I didn't see the problem, that particular problem in the area that we were in. <laughs> there are two things. I mean, I'm you sorry. mentioned yeah, that there are, there are public, there are these public bathrooms where, and they're yeah. self-cleaning. Ooh. They're pretty fascinating. It's like, a, it's like a robot toilet. Yeah. Robot. <laughs> they are like robot toilets. When Bob comes on, if we want to revisit this, this, this robot. issue. Of, robot. Anyway, but, um, robot. This, this, <laughs> robot. I, I find it very strange. I find it very strange on many levels. First off, um, maybe as a society, men should be taught not to pee in public. But it's uh, so easy to do. Yeah, you know, that's it's easy to take a poop too. Yeah, well, uh, I've, Bo- I've seen, I've I've seen people do that too. Is, Bob- does that make it okay? No, Bobber. Bobber says, "I wonder how long before somebody backs up to one of those and drops a deuce." <laughs> <laughs> See, just back up. Back uh, up. Just- it's just beep, inviting. Beep, beep. It's just inviting the possible bad behavior of of, of boys. Yeah, I mean it, it's dumb. It's it's it, to me it's dumb. I mean, there's plenty of public restrooms, um, you know. But I mean, a freestanding one just on the street. I mean, you know, you could get some some creepy jackass who like decides to, you know, go in front of a bunch of kids or something. You know, be a freak about it. I don't know. But um, but yeah. Anyway, I just didn't realize it was such a big problem, especially I, in such in such a um a nice a, part of it, France. You know, this is one of those really nice areas of Paris. If, yeah, if that makes. I hope that makes sense without sounding elitist. I know what you're saying. I mean, it's it's you know a very historical area with lots of you know upscale businesses and you know that the, they want in, in like Notre you know, Dame they want to attract tourists so uh so yeah it's strange yeah I mean, well, you know i mean but uh i i i can you know i just want to clean one of those things oh gee, and i wouldn't want to be around when like it overflows no no and 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 i would definitely wouldn't want to be around when uh somebody gets a bobber's idea uh you know Oh, backs up. <laughs> yeah. Take a, oh, yeah. Juice noir. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, let's well, bring. That was another funny joke. There you go. Um, that was a tennis joke. Deuce. <laughs> uh, so uh, we'll give you we'll give you the uh, hey train. Then. All right, here's one for everybody. Uh, let's bring it back home. Uh, this is from. <laughs> this is in Cal- California. His story from CNN doesn't say who the author is. Um, man hops fence at Los Angeles Zoo spanks hippo. Okay. <laughs> this wasn't in Paris at, by any chance. No, this was Los Angeles. Uh, yeah. oh, okay. And uh, in uh, spanked it, a hippo. Yeah. Spanked. Yeah. This like happened bad, uh, bad hippo? two days ago. Um, in in LA, and says he might have done it for Instagram or YouTube fame, but now a man who crossed a barricade guarding a uh, a hippopotamus enclosure at the LA Zoo is looking at potential trespassing charges after he was filmed spanking one of the animals. 
Video shows the man climbing the fence outside the hippo enclosure at the L.A. Zoo and sneaking up on two hippos named Rosie and Mara. Aw, Rosie and Mara. The man's approach is very cautious, and when he finally gets close enough, he slaps one of the hippos on the rear before rushing back over the fence and taking a moment to celebrate his feet. LAPD confirms they received a report of trespassing at the zoo and are investigating. And um, there's an interesting fact. I'm going to skip over this. Um, uh, but hippos kill more people than any other mammal on the, on the continent of Africa. Did you guys know that? I did hmm. not. So wow. you're, you're wow. one lucky jackass Why? there, buddy. <clears throat> probably, you know, they probably charge and stampede. They, they, I mean, they just don't like mm. people, you know? I mean, they'll, they'll, yeah, I don't blame them. They'll stomp you the shit out of you. Them. When I see people, I stomp them. Yeah, so that's amazing. I didn't know that they kill more people. And wow. Yeah. So. Uh, wow. So, so yeah. So this uh, jackass uh, he, uh, spanked a hippo. He just hey, tapped, I think it, I, uh, tapped it I once think on I, the ass. I think I saw somebody using one of those urinals. Take a look. Oh, you, yeah. You you found one. Uh, put it in the I, chat yeah, room. I, I just put it in the so, chat. Joe, Joe, stop. <laughs> Uh, so you've put a picture of... He was of there for Bastille Day. Your, your, <laughs> you put a picture of... He was of watching the parade. He had to take that Trump can't, That can't be him. That can't be him, because then it would be urine orange. Urine Urine orange. Well, they, they can make the, the top orange for him. A hmm. presidential P. Yeah. Jesus. So anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's that's an important, um, you know, the guy spanking the thing. Another, uh, another. Th- again, this is the kind of news I've been reading all week, everybody. I wanna, I wanna um, congratulate uh, the, uh, a young girl, six-year-old girl. Um, uh, this is over on Cosmopolitan of all places, <laughs> uh, by Ellen Reslin. Yes, that's right. Kenny Pick visits Cosmopolitan.com. No, um, uh, it just happens to be on here. Got nothing against it. Six-year-old girl buys $350 worth of toys and games in secret Amazon shopping spree. <laughs> okay. I heard about this story. All right. I read this story. Yeah. And uh, it says, when Caitlin, six, finished all of her chores, her parents thought uh, a single Barbie would make a good reward, but Caitlin had other plans. <laughs> What's she going to do? Uh, according to BuzzFeed News, the mis- mischievous little girl uh, from Utah ordered nearly $350 worth of toys and games from Amazon.com without her parents' permission when her mom stepped away from her phone. Her mom went on to Amazon. Number one. Yeah, true. And uh, but, but anyway, they, they turned it into a teachable move, uh, moment, and it turns out that she, she got to keep the Barbie that she wanted, but... Uh, they uh, they made her donate all the other toys to a children's hospital, where she stayed for a week when she was a baby. So uh, so that's nice, right? So that is nice. But I I heard this story. Yeah. And all I could think of all I could think of was why did you? It's a six year old. Yeah. Six year olds do not have impulse control. Mm-hmm. The very idea that the parent, the mother said here here's my phone just buy one barbie yeah yeah. i I just feel like no 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 i'm not a parent and i even know this i love the picture now she might have had an alexa oh yeah people 
been known to accidentally order stuff and Alexa's listening and they didn't know it. Uh, again, again, if that's the case, I'm still blaming the parent for being irresponsible. I really am. Well, you know, it, and there's another thing, though, with Alexa is sometimes it uh, it does really inappropriate things when children use them. Alexa, play Digger Digger. Alexa, <laughs> play Digger Digger. Bobby, can you talk to play wheels? You want to box? hear a station for porn detected. Porno ringtone, okay. hot chick, amateur girl, quiet, no, sexy. No, 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 <laughs> no. Pussy <laughs> anal dildo ringtone. Alexa, stop. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? Laugh it up, Dad. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> that's the other. See, my point. I'm not a parent. Yeah. But damn it. I'm glad that they. I really am. This. I'm glad you brought this story up because I am glad that the parents taught. You know, turned it into a teachable moment. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that the parents really kind of had no choice because. It's their fault. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm quite serious about this. Yeah. Well, I, no, no, I, 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 I concur with you. I mean, you know, I think it wasn't just a teachable moment for the little girl, but I think it was a teachable moment for them saying, why the fuck would we ever let her use a phone to order something? <laughs> yeah, it's a six-year-old. Uh, a six-year-old should be ordering anything on the internet. Yeah. Francie says, I love that kid, but I'm, gl- I'm glad she's not mine. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, uh, yes. And, and I'll tell you what, $350 in toys, it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that, that I thought that was, uh, that was amusing. Especially, I mean, I just love it because the little girls stand beside behind the Amazon delivery truck in this pile taller than her of toys <laughs> it's like uh <laughs> uh well or just as tall as her is right beside her and she's like got her arms crossed and she's like he look what i did <laughs> so well you know what they say wee wee happens yeah uh, yeah so especially in france <laughs> so uh there in fact it's an oh, it's overflowing with wee wee uh <laughs> But uh, but anyway, uh, all right. Well, I tell you what. Let's go ahead and uh, and go to break. I've got lots more wacky news for everybody tonight. And uh, of course, if anybody wants to call in, uh, the number call three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. Call after the break, and uh, don't call too close to the end of a segment because I don't want to have to cut people off for break. So, on that note, let's listen to. Uh, oh yeah, we'll play it again. I played it last week, but we'll. Uh, We'll play Swimming Upside Down and dedicate that to uh, Notre Dame Cathedral. <laughs> that's, swimming, that's Swimming Upside Down. <laughs> Their teeth no, no. are floating. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, let's go ahead. And uh, they might be swimming in. Yeah, never mind. I'm just going to stop. Paris, Paris, France. You piss on it and you shit on it. It's not right. It's not right. Mm-mm. So. Mm-mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love Paris, but God damn it, Paris. Yeah, seriously. God damn it. I'll give you. Yeah, I can. Uh, I, I can uh, uh, give you a goddamn. God, damn, god damn it! All right, break time. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up tonight. Staycation. Uh, last day. Well, technically the last day of staycation, but I still got the weekend. Um, 
But yeah, we'll be right back after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And, of course, joining me on the program, as always, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, The Electric City. Also heard on the Tim Carmel Show. It is true. That is true. All of that. And uh, Ray from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C., welcome back to the program. I've never peed in public in Paris, France. That's a lot of peas. Never peed in public in Paris. So. (laughs) It's alliteration. It is. No, I can't do the joke. Uh,. (laughs) Uh, so something I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on briefly, and I I, I like people's opinions on it. Um, it, it. This is this is something that's that I've been thinking about for a long time. Is is I want to rebrand this network because it, as many of you may know, I didn't start Indie Media Weekly. That was Kim uh, Kim Williams, and I used to have my own radio station called Liberal Justice Radio, which I love that name. You know, I think it rolled off the tongue a lot nicer. Liberal Justice Radio. Hmm. And um, and, and then Kim asked me to merge with Indie Media Weekly, and I said yes, you know, kind of reluctantly, but it worked out in the long run. And uh, I've been toying around with changing the name of the network for a long time because Indie Media Weekly is a hard phrase to say. And also... The extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. That was novel for a while, but the novelty has worn off. Um, and and also, that's something I didn't come up with. I want to do something where, you know, since I'm running the network and I'm paying for the network, I want it to be an idea, you know, that I that I've come up with, which I think anybody, you know, 
could reasonably understand. So uh, I've been toying around with this. I taught, you know, I, I, I've been looking at things and, you know, uh, different websites that are available and stuff like that. And I went on a binge earlier this year looking at different websites that were available. And, and none of them really resonated with me. But then Adam and I talked last night about possibly changing things up. And I think we came to a logical solution. And that is we're going to ditch the extraterrestrial radio uh, tagline. And we're going to adopt a new tagline that will eventually become the name of the network after a year is uh, uh, what we want to do. But uh, Francie's on the line. Francie, if you can just give me a second to finish uh, uh, talking about this, I'll, I'll get right to you. So my idea was uh, Indie Media Weekly Radio for Humans. Simple, to the point. And then after a year, we change Indie Media Weekly and we transition to radio for humans because that dot com is available and i like cool. it it's broad it's easy to say um and you know it, it's um you know it's kind of a knock at like you know corporate radio or uh you know inhuman bastards on the right you know this is radio for humans so what do you think francie yeah i like it i like uh, it all right i See? do you got it I there do. What do you think, Rain? I love it because, really, every everybody who has a show here. I was thinking about this the other night. I, I've met so many of you, and I, I don't know if you know this, but you're you're all humans. Yes. Some days. <laughs> oh, but I do. I do. I love. I love bringing it right down to that idea of humans. Only people. after I've had my coffee. Um. <laughs> <laughs> humans and humanity is and really important in yeah. this day and age. And okay, Joe, you really forgot. <laughs> yeah, we all pee freely. <laughs> right after coffee, I mean. <clears throat> if I cut, I do like I not pee? No, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, I pee freely. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and Joe, you, you like, the, you like the, the, that notion? I do. I mm. like the notion. All right. Yeah. It's like so. it's like uh what's his name's band on late late night uh Stay Human. Yeah. Oh, there you right. go. So I yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. So what's on your mind, Francie? Uh nothing. <laughs> no. Okay, well nice talking to you, Francie. Uh, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, well, actually uh we have a very special birthday on Sunday in this house. My um, partner in crime for over 30 years, Michael's birthday is on Sunday, the 19th. Oh, wow. Happy birthday, Michael. Yeah, he's not here. He's at work. Well, he's got to work tomorrow, but his birthday's Sunday, so hopefully we'll be able to, you know, go out and do something for, you know, the 66th 66th year of his life. There you go. For those who haven't met him, he is awesome as fuck. Thank you. Yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. I like him. You keep, <laughs> you'll keep him around for a while? Oh, yeah. That's, that's nice of you. So, uh, I no, I, I got it written down, so we'll, uh, we'll remember oh, that when it gets to name calling. And, and you can give him a, he can give him a boner, definitely, because, you know, he's sure. a like political mind and... You know, some of some some of the people out there have met him. Tim has met him, and Rain and Bob are 
you know, and he's mm-hmm. one of us. Yeah, he's nice. he's not a baner. He's a human. <laughs> He's so. a human man. He's a human man. Yeah, he's a human man, and he wouldn't he wouldn't pee outside only camping. <laughs> he taught our son to do that. Short story, son. We said when he was potty training, you know, it was okay to pee out in the woods when we camped. You know, all is good, all is well. He goes back to school. I get the phone call. <laughs> Your son peed at the bus stop. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. And there were and there were girls there. Oh no. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, the kid the, now mind you, the child is 5 or 6. Mm. And there were girls there. Sure. Some woman had had was quite upset. Wanted to have the kid arrested. I swear. Oh. Oh. So then it was a teachable moment. <laughs> I'd say. You can't he said, "But mom, you said I could be outside." Right? My fault. I said, well, I guess I did say that, but only when we're camping. Oh, you didn't tell me that. See. <laughs> yeah, I didn't put the camping part. So, so as a parent, it's on me that the child at six or seven could have been arrested for indecent exposure. And that was, I don't yeah. know what other laws. <laughs> peeing in public. Not at six. Well, people are... are well, we know arrested. some people are quite, um, I don't know what, anal, stupid. weird, stupid, stupid jerk. Stupid. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then that was the beginning of his many adventures, many phone calls of things that that kid did at school. <laughs> Yay. He's 22 now, thank goodness. Does he still pee so, outside? Huh? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that the way it I should hope, be? Well, if he's in the woods, I suppose, you know. Or France, or France. Well, yeah, they got urinals all over the <laughs> yeah. place because, you know, there's that random six-year-old boy <laughs> that yeah. just feels the need. <laughs> God, Sorry, that's, I love that story that's, because... <laughs> But that about the little girl, I was. Kid. Yeah, about that little girl though in the Barbies. Yeah. My hats off to the little little dear, <laughs> being that clever. But I'm glad she's not my kid, and yeah. it is the parents' fault. Sorry, when my kids were that age, they weren't plugged in. All mm-hmm. the, you should see, tiny tots are plugged in. They sure. have baby tablets. They have tablets yeah. for toddlers. Yeah, so these and kids you're... are plugged in. They know how to do, and all they have to do, their little sponges, is here, mama or papa ordering stuff. Yeah, and your kids and are your kids are young enough that they were exposed easy. to the internet quite a bit too. Right. Well, the internet was just coming when we were on starting online. You know, there was Juno and AOL, and the World Wide Web was free, and you know, it was a whole different ball game. Now, you know, 20-something years later, the technology is crazy, you know? And these little tykes are, you know, a lot of people have the kids plugged in. Me, myself, and I, my, I had kids now. Sorry. Yeah, I wouldn't be plugging them in. I'm sorry. Uh, no, the, I mean, they, there's, t- there's tots with uh, cell phones, you know? You know, I, can I jump I in got, here? Sure. 
Absolutely. You know, Francie, I'm really right. Again, I said earlier, I don't have children. But, um, but my, sister's, right. my sister's got a 10-year-old. And she right. she logs right the hell out of her Amazon account. And she doesn't even use cookies. Oh, boy. She Because she... Her kid's not... Her kid's, you know, my nephew, he's 10. He's not devious. No. He... he He's also a ten-year-old kid. You're going to on like, the internet. That's exactly Yay! it. That's exactly <laughs> it. She she knows like if he gets into a snit and he wants to order stuff, she knows he can. Right. Well, that's the thing too. There are, although the kids do figure them out, there are walls and blocks that you can put up, or you know you have your house rules that, or you just don't have it. And and the crying, the tears, but everybody else has it. Yes. Been there, done that, kid. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that don't work no, on me. No, stupid. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, got to put my foot, you got to put your foot down somewhere. I, I, I mean, it's wonderful that the children are tech savvy, but do they need to be tech savvy to buy shit at six? No. Yeah. Exactly. No. That was the thing. That was the thing, Francie. When when we heard about this story yesterday, I, I just said to Bob, I was like, so she just gave gave her tablet or her phone over to her to her kid, a six year old, and said, Here, order a Barbie. Yeah. I'm right. a, I'm amazed about that because I sort of no. felt like No, if it never. Were, if it were my situation, I would be I would have been saying, Tell me what Barbie you want and I will order yeah. it for you. Oh, no, yeah. I know. The kid isn't ordering. No, the kid isn't ordering shit. They're not even it's... calling an order and takeout. Sorry. Francie. What, what will be they doing next? They'll be ordering pizzas. I was, allowed to order, I was allowed to order pizzas uh, on the... Uh, At six? No, maybe, maybe six. ten. Yeah. Maybe Thank ten. you. So. Thank I, you. I'm telling yeah. you, man, even yeah. at ten, I, I would... I, Francie's going to love this one. I'm telling you, Ken. She's going to love this. Well, I also I used to walk to the pizza place and order it, too, because it was like <laughs> oh, a block well, yeah, away. Oh, yeah, years ago, you could do that. Yes, yeah. years ago, you could do that. You can't do that now. I, I mean, out here guard. in the country, my six-year-old, none of them, and they're really bright children. They were bright at six. No way. No way. It's like, here, here, kid, have my credit card, and, well, you know... Oh no no no! I, I understand. Even allowed to walk into the J.C. Penney catalog room. Do you remember yeah. the J.C. Penney <laughs> no. where you yeah. go in and and do? You, I do, yeah. Yeah. Sears had it too. Yeah, Sears and J.C. Penney. I wasn't even allowed to walk into any J.C. Penney room without my parent. There you go. <laughs> I know I sound like an old lady now, but oh, you're not an old lady. I'm old, got ten years on you. And <laughs> boy, back in our day, we had rocks to play with, and we liked yeah. it. <laughs> and sticks. We uh, have no toys. <laughs> here, uh, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna play you. I'm gonna play you one last thing. I got another a uh, 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 little kid crying okay. clip that I haven't played for you in a while. Oh, good. So uh, oh, good. We'll, we'll play this and uh, let you go. What did Jack do? Look at okay. Jack holding on a drum. <laughs> yeah, Jack called him Donald Trump, and he cried. So. <laughs> good reason to cry. Yeah, but the other one is, I want to be president. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. Uh, let me see if I can find that one. I haven't... Uh, All right. 
I haven't played that in a while. Oh God. Oh man, I I don't know if I have that. <laughs> oh my goodness, the 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 crying kids. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, every time I, they do, oh. I adore them little and the swearing kids. Yeah. I know my late dad loved when children swore. The only thing he didn't know was, you know, then they go to school and swear. You know, so he had a great laugh, ha 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 ha. And then the kid gets in trouble in school, and then he's like, "Oh, I didn't tell him to do that." <laughs> yeah, well, y'all laughed. The kid thought it was great. <laughs> anyway, on that happy note, okay. I'll let you go yeah, back, okay. guys. I love you guys too, and have a great weekend. All right, see you later, Francie. You, you too, Francie. Okay, bye bye. Happy bye-bye. birthday to Michael. So, okay, Thank you, there we go. Uh, all right, well, another very important story in the news, everyone. This one hits close to home for me. All right, very serious, okay? I don't want anybody to cry during this story because there's a tragedy, a great, great tragedy. From UPI by Ben Hooper, Georgia police probe theft of $98,000 worth of ramen noodles. Oh, it's hard to even say that sentence. I love ramen so much. <laughs> so, um, crime against humanity. It is. It is. <laughs> um, and uh, August 16th, authorities in Georgia are investigating the theft of a trailer loaded with $98,000 worth of ramen noodles. Oh uh, the, that's a lot of noodles. It is. I mean, consi- that is yeah, a lot of noodles. How much do ramen noodles cost? 20 cents a pack. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the, the Fayette, the Fayette uh, County Sheriff's Office said that the trailer was parked at a Chevron station in Fayetteville on July 25th. And when a driver returned August 1st, he discovered the trailer and the noodles were gone. <laughs> The value of Wait the missing. <laughs> he left it there for a week. The truck driver was gone for five days? Uh, at least July 25th to August 1st, so that's more like seven days, right? Okay, so wow. does he not know the urgent need of ramen noodles across the country? Seriously, what's wrong with him? There's Seriously. a rupee rat in here somewhere. Yeah, there is. There is. Uh, and, uh, and it says, police... Uh, uh, Police say witnesses reported last seeing the trailer July 29th. The value of the missing ramen was estimated at about $98,000, indicating it was up to 300,000 of the noodle packets were inside the trailer when it was taken. So uh, police say that they, uh, they released details about the theft Wednesday in hopes of obtaining tips from witnesses. And there is a reward being offered for the missing ramen. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, really? Hold on. There's you get a reward a, for it? Yeah, they give you a case of ramen. ramen. <laughs> Holy Just, shit. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> they give you a $3 case of ramen as a reward. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this is this is rough. This is rough. So These, how uh, do you how do you miss a guy with ninety six thousand packets of ramen noodles running away? I don't know, it but was, what? it was seven days, right? It could have been the slow <laughs> slow death. Slow. 
slow boil. boil. Like, <laughs> just take three or four tonight. See what I fear. What I fear is that the thief or that is holding them hostage, and he's going to release a video of him (laughs) holding a naked pack of of ramen over a boiling pot of water, listing his (gasps) demands. So, um, could happen. Yeah, could happen. And and on the other hand, an egg. Yeah, that's true. And and I'll tell you what those packets. Those packets, they, they I, I'd hate to see those end up on the black market too. You know the flavoring packets. <laughs> I can't believe that they're giving a cash reward for the return they're, they're of not. the noodles. They're not. I, I made that up. <laughs> oh. I said the reward see? was a case of rum. Yeah, make a three a three dollar case of rum. <laughs> Kenny. Kenny but, just Joe Santored me. But the, the great the it great happens. part about the reward is you get to pick your flavor, chicken or beef. <laughs> <laughs> no mixing, no mixed cases. So, <laughs> so yeah. gullible. Can't have yeah. that. Can't have mixing. Uh, uh, wow, but I saw that seriously. Ninety eight thousand dollars worth of ramen. A hundred thousand dollars worth of ramen. That's all. That's a lot of ramen. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a lot sure of carbs. That was one trailer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what they said. So uh, you know, but uh, but anyway, <laughs> Clinster says I had nothing to do with this robbery. Fake news. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and he, he also said they should have checked his cab for empty flavor packets. So. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> the driver's missing, right? No, the driver. The driver. Ever he he just he left the truck at a Safeway. I think is what they said. <laughs> Apparently, um, it wasn't too safe. No, no, <laughs> unsafe way. Unsafe. So uh, <laughs> let me see. Where's the? Where was it? Where Where did he leave it? Um, no, at a Chevron station. I'm sorry, Chevron station. Did he leave uh, the well, trailer there uh, and drive around and expected to come back, or what's? Mm, what's he said the, the trailer the trailer was parked at the Chevron station, so it doesn't say the entire truck. So maybe he dropped it off and did other deliveries between then, and then when he was done, he would go hook the trailer back up and go do well, other ones. Sounds that sounds damn. So you know, I I get you know I don't see any harm doing that with uh, non perishable items, but I mean you know, lock that shit up. Lock your lock your noodles down, kids. Well, your ramen noodle might be black market noodles. <laughs> Robin ramen. Well, does it come with the black the black market flavor packet? <laughs> I, I really think they should. Somebody should do a cover of Rock and Robin, but make it Robin 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 Ramen. <laughs> That's hard to say. Say Robin Ramen ten times fast. So, uh, <laughs> talk about carbohydrate loading. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Well done. See? Well played, sir. Look at that. Uh, rim sh- oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I wonder if the stock will drop. <laughs> what? Three cents to two cents? No, I was making oh. a broth a bra- no, joke No, no, seriously, stuck. Joe, ramen noodles, like the ones that we see in the store, they're... The company's worth a lot of money. Well, yeah, the co- yeah, that's true. That is true. 
Oh, and and there was another article. I read two different versions of this article, and they never mentioned what uh, what brand of ramen it was. I I I bet it was Tip Top ramen. Tip so. Top. So. Um, you have Tip Top over there. No top, just it's just Top Ramen. Oh, because we have we have Nissan. Yeah, we have that too. Um, and then uh, and I always love Nissan because my sister's name is Nissa. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she hates ramen. Well, don't no don't buy that there. for Christmas. Just, yeah, she'll be real happy with that. Hi, Rain. Thanks for this cheap-ass ramen that somebody bought off the back of a truck in yeah. Hoboken, New Jersey. Yeah, n- well, yeah, Nissan, Nissan Top Ramen. That's uh, the, Nissan makes Top Ramen, and uh, and there's Maruchan. I don't know how to say that or Maruchan. So and there's Sun Noodle, Sun Noodle. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot. There's you know ramen. Ramen restaurants are really becoming popular. At least oh, yeah. around here. Yeah, Especially got... right after that truck was wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. A uh, bunch of bunch of food <laughs> bunch of ramen noodle restaurants popped up right around the corner. Yeah, Pop the big... up and then boom, suddenly yeah. gone. But oh boom. The, the, the biggest the biggest done. The biggest ramen food truck you ever done seen. So <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, there you go. Keep your ramen safe, everybody. There's a scourge. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> you have to put a lock on your uh, your cupboard there. You know. Yeah. Because you never know. The first thing they go for is the ramen. You got to protect your noodles. Mm-hmm. I, I wear a protector. See, cover so. your noodles. Yep. Keep your noodle. <laughs> my apologies my apologies for the ramen drama here tonight everybody but uh it is uh it is time to run to the break once again so uh when we come back goats <gasps> yeah unless anybody has anything relevant to say about anything else i'm just gonna keep reading these dumb stories so uh <laughs> And uh, but yeah, goats, goats. You you better look out because uh, they're on the rise. And uh, uh, and where else are you can find all the news in one spot? But here on Turn Up the Night on Indie Media Weekly Radio for Humans. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. 
Ah, the French. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! All right, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. In case anybody didn't see my status updates the other day, no, I think I told I told everybody on Mon- on Tuesday because they did all that on Monday. They did the they dug up and put you know leveled the the ground and framed it off for pouring cement. They'll be back for the pour sometime in the near future. But um, anyway, uh, welcome back to Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Hello. Hey, so they didn't come back for the pour? No, not yet because it's been uh, threatening to rain here. Uh, oh. uh, like crazy, and it's been overcast like all day yesterday and all day today. And they said it was supposed to pour, and we it just sprinkles off and on, and that's it. So all right, so when they come back, just make sure they re-level everything out. Yeah, well, Nelly, it should be okay. So uh, I'm, and- I'm I'm nervous, Nelly, about that shit, but I can't wait until the garage is done. Yeah, I know. I'm 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 you know I'm trying to be calm about it because I'm really oh. excited about it. But um uh but anyway and uh oh look look who just came in uh, uh before we get to Joe ladies and gentlemen it's the one and only Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. <laughs> Hey, it, uh, sorry if I, if I was a few minutes late. I, I had to take a leak, and uh, so I went outside and just peed on the first red boxy thing I, I saw. <laughs> um, unfortunately, it was a truck, so I'm going to have to wash that tomorrow. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, boy. All right. And Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you. What did you do on break? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking, uh, me, I'm cowering here because it's lightning right over me. That's right. Um, I was thinking about the slab. Now's your time to get rid of those bodies. That's right. Yeah. Before they pour. You know? Yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) Actually, I was thinking about putting something... um, uh, Putting something in the gravel to be buried under the garage, like a little totem for good luck or something. That they'll find someday. Yeah, in the future, like three hundred years from now. Yeah. Do you want me to send Donald Trump to your house? Uh, I don't think I can live with the stink. Uh, so I'm gonna no. say, I'm gonna say, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, so all right, as promised, goats. Goats. <laughs> all right, so this is our this is our first story. From uh, ABC7, uh, WABC-TV out of New York. Uh, 
And uh, this is, uh, oh, man, again, they don't have an author on the story, so my apologies. Uh, this uh, this is, um, uh, the headline here is, Goats Taste Freedom After Escaping Truck in Brooklyn. <laughs> Yay! There's a picture of him in front of the Brooklyn barista. <laughs> I'll, I'll post the link for everybody to uh, get, a, get a gander at the picture. Um but yeah, so they uh uh th- this is um uh here we go. Yeah, it's uh, uh, uh Brooklyn uh, a herd of goats was spotted wandering on the streets of Brooklyn early Tuesday morning. The goats appeared <laughs> The goats appeared to break loose while being driven to Vivero Primos on Wyckoff Avenue in the Bushwick district or section. Bystander uh, Sierra and Flanagan witnessed the flock of around 20 goats on the sidewalk at 4 a.m. The goats were seen grazing and walking off uh, Wyckoff Avenue and Hancock Street. They were quickly rounded up and sent to the live animal market. Oh! Yeah. Brief taste of freedom. But this is not just and the then second. later, a taste of goats. Yeah. <laughs> this is... This, this is goat. And, and we, we, we had the story... On the show about where was it Iowa, where all the goats escaped, somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yes. And uh, and then here's another one. It's not one, not two, but three. Um, this is from again from WABC TV. Going, going, gone. More than seventy five goats and sheep. Sheep now are in in on the conspiracy. Escape New <laughs> Jersey auction, just down the road. Hackettstown, New Jersey, WABC. In Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. uh, New, Jersey, New Jersey police were called to the scene after dozens of goats and sheep escaped a livestock auction Wednesday night. This is from August 9th, so this is a little over a week ago. Um, uh, more than 75 animals escaped from Hackettstown Livestock Auction on West Steiger Street around 9.30 p.m. Police said the livestock were able to get get out when an unsecured gate was pushed open, allowing the goats to uh, allowing the animals to freely roam the street. The responding officers helped herd fifty to sixty animals back into their pen with some help of Good Samaritans. Officers said they resecured the gate with a piece of rope. <laughs> Good move. <laughs> Not bad. You know, Kenny, Joe, and Bob. I- I don't have the story in front of me, but there was another story from Brooklyn where a goat, a goat that had, this story amazed me. There was a goat that escaped from one of these markets. Mm -hmm. And so he was just roaming around and he literally went back to one of the the markets. And we call them markets, but they're slaughterhouses. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sure. He opened up, he opened up the gate and let a whole bunch of goats out. Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, but actually, there's there's more on the twenty goats in Brooklyn. I should have read from this article because this one was more interesting. Um, okay. uh, but uh, th- I love this because it says uh, the the um, uh, witnesses said the goats broke out of a trailer attached to a pickup truck that was parked near Vivero Primos Halal Market in Brook- Brook- Brooklyn's Bushwick district. Um, and the market's owner, Ali Saeed, said that the goats were rounded up by a witness and brought to his store. A neighbor came over to me and said, I caught your goats. I thought he was joking. <laughs> I said, all right, thank you. He said, I'd like a free chicken, Saeed told the New York Post. Now I'll have to give him one. 
Saeed said the driver didn't mention anything to him about the escaped goats. I saw the driver this morning, and he didn't say anything to me, stupid guy, <laughs> Saeed said. <laughs> I don't know why he would come here at 4 in the morning when we open at 8. And, uh, yeah, so that there were some... Uh, <laughs> but uh, but it, it says uh, the, the, uh, the Sierra Flanagan, uh, who tweeted a photo of the goats grazing at the side of the road, said the uh, driver of the truck was asleep. The street was covered in goats. The driver was knocked out of sleep. I was banging on the window, and he wasn't waking up. The goats were across the street from the trailer, he said. I called the police. They got him up. What, what, what? Huh? So maybe More he was goats. having... <laughs> oh, there's a goat rebellion happening in Brooklyn, I'm and telling. we don't even know it. Well, These Brooklyn... are all practice runs for the, for the big break. Yeah. The big goat break. That's it. I think you're right, Bob. Well, if my neighbor's goats get away, I'll just scare them. They'll just fall over. Yes. I'll clean them. <laughs> Our mammal goat verlords are preparing for a hostile takeover. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, so this is this is a worldwide epidemic, apparently. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah, this is this is this is a problem. I, I think uh, first of all, they should take away their security clearance. Yeah. Right off the bat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Because uh, they they can't be trusted. <laughs> Actually, with, you know what? highly do, classified I information. Hmm. I do. I I trust goats. I trust more goats more than I trust the Trump administration. I mean, there was what was the story? Um, it was just God damn it. it was the beginning of the month where a goat invaded goats invaded a neighborhood and ate up a whole bunch of. Yeah, and then that old guy in his pajamas was like shooing them away, and they yes. walked around the corner and saw an <laughs> army of them. Yes, where was that? That was Iowa, I think. Was it? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. And then, okay, yeah. See, I need more goats in blue states. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'll be honest with you. We need more goats in blue states. We do. That'd be a great band. Goats in blue states. Boise, Idaho. That's where it was. Boise? Okay. Yes, yeah. you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. I always sure mix up Iowa and Idaho. Sure wasn't Sheboygan? I mean, I'm Sheboygan. not trying to take away goat meat from people, but I, I got to tell you, goats have a good purpose. They come in, they will clear out like any vines, any just mm-hmm. they will they will eat everything mm-hmm. that you need cleared, and you yeah. don't have to use a lawnmower or a landscape. Just bring them in. Just unleash them, and again, like we said before, unleash them in California on all the brush that's in danger of going up in flames. Yes, you know, I I am becoming more and more fond of goats yeah. as as the days go by. So. You can't bleat goats. <laughs> I want to see them escape. I think the fact that they're trying to escape because they know they have a purpose in life. Mm-hmm. They're like, I will be a landscaper. Sure. Why not? So, I will uh, make yogurt. Yeah, it, to feed the dogs. To feed my hey, dog. Hey, Bob, do you want to get a goat? Yeah, that should go really well with the dogs. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll all have concussions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Goat head beats so dog here. head anytime. So, <clears throat> uh, and it looks like we got. non thought out dream just died. Uh, yeah, Heather. Heather's calling Rock in. Hi, Heather. Wait. Hi, Hi, Heather. Hey, Heather. What's up? Not much. I figured I'd call and say, oh, good God, what are they going to do with the goat? Uh, somebody's going to eat <laughs> I them. love that picture. I just thought it was, I just thought it was kind of interesting. Which one? And it was. It was just, it was the picture of the link that Kenny put out in the chat room. Yeah. There were a bunch of, of goats, goats in front of the coffee shop. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let the goats near the coffee beans either. My God, then they'll really <laughs> take over. Can you imagine goats on caffeine. My Lord. Oh, good Lord, that would be the I end. I don't even want to know. The wow. end of the end of of mankind. Hmm. <laughs> That's true. Got to keep coffee out of the animal kingdom, everybody, and cocaine. Oh. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants a coked up goat. So uh <laughs> No. <laughs> uh but uh but yeah, okay. so uh how how's your week been? Okay. Nothing new. Yeah. You got yeah. any big weekend plans? No. And you? No. Um Heather, don't you want to buy a goat? <laughs> well, yeah, but <laughs> I don't know if they'd let me keep it. <laughs> just saying, if you have no plans, I'm just dropping a couple of ideas. Just dress it like a little boy and just say he was born unfortunate looking. <laughs> Put him on a tabloid. Goat boy. Yeah. <laughs> born of the rare condition. You'd be surprised at what you can get away with nowadays. Sure, sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So uh, now I, I, you know, I'm kind of, uh, you know, we we spent all day at the antique mall yesterday. So I was I was kind of pretty whooped from walking around all day yesterday today, and plus it's so oppressively humid here that I haven't really yeah. wanted to do much. I read all day today. That's what I did. Oh. Uh. So, well, that sounds fun. Actually, stories about so. goats, right? Yeah, five minute, five, yeah, ten minutes. I found all these stories ten minutes before showtime. Sorry, I'm being an ass. I'm I sorry. Just, I literally did. I literally did. I, I searched for weird news like twenty minutes before the show started, and I found all these different stories. And during the oh. Green News report, I'm going to look up some more. <laughs> Ooh, uh. sounds fun. Um, you can always go to. I think it's the independence they've got some they've got some i'm sure they've got some weird stuff oh yeah yeah you'd be surprised but you know i'm telling you i don't think anything beats the french urinals though (laughs) okay guys now i'm gonna blow everybody's mind what if we took the french urinals and marinated the goat meat with some curry (laughs) um and then threw it all out yes what (laughs) Okay. Mm. I just did that. I grossed everybody out. That's terrible. <laughs> My so. job is done. Let's <laughs> play. Uh, let's play rock paper scissors goat urine. <laughs> there you go. 
And right now, I love Joe for the save. No, I'm, I, it's okay, still rock, paper, what? Scissor, what, what, what? Wait, rock, rock beats scissors. How's that? Go? Let's, Let's see. Rock, rock paper, beats scissors. scissors. Scissors beats paper. Paper beats rock. Paper beats rock. Rock beats goat. <laughs> goat beats urinal. Oh, goat! Goat eats urinal. So okay. there it is. There. That's it. Okay, so the then, goat. Yeah. So basically, the, the the hand sign is you need to throw a goat like you're doing heavy metal fingers, right? <laughs> and then the urinal is, I guess, a droopy middle finger sticking down. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there you go, like a like a like a wang. <laughs> I, I love that you saved all of that, guys. I good. Well, what you still, what you did, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Rain, what you did was still terrible. This is a terrible, terrible thing you've done. Well, it's terrible. Just (laughs) terrible. So, you're not off the hook. Kenny, I got two questions for (laughs) you. Yes, yes. Did you get anything when you went antique shopping? I did, I did. I got um, a few little things. Um, Susan found a, a lamp uh, that she likes a lot. Uh, we found mm-hmm. some really cool. Um, uh, we have a problem when it comes to buying canisters, like you know the flour, sugar, tea, coffee canisters. Um, but oh, yeah. we, fa- we found some really cool ones. They're wooden ones, and they have like uh, it, it's it's like it has a, a brightly painted, hand painted rooster on each box, and. Um, oh. It looks really Fine. nice. It's a, yeah, it's it it almost kind of looks it looks, you know, it's not like country crafty or anything. It looks very 60s. Um so we found those and I'm also uh I w- I was looking for uh some fun salt and pepper shakers and I found um from the 70s, I believe. Uh two do you guys remember the the soda squirt soda? The, the yes. I love, I oh, love yeah. squirt. Yeah. yeah, well, I found two mini, uh, mini squirt bottle salt, sh- salt and pepper shakers uh, in, in their beautiful condition. They're, uh, the glass is a nice bright green, and then it has a you know perfect. The logo's perfect on them, and it's you know bright, uh, bright yellow and red. And uh, those, I picked them up, and I expected to see like ten or fifteen bucks on them, and they were four dollars and fifty cents. And I was like, mine. So nice, good, very cool. I found um, a 7-Up drinking glass, um, and because uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of 7-Up, and I love their paraphernalia. It's what it was my favorite. Though, Squirt and 7-Up were my favorite pops growing up as a kid. And then, um, mm-hmm. and then I found a thermos to match my lunchbox. <laughs> uh, I actually have a, a, a lunchbox. The lunch bo- I used to have the Marvel Comics superheroes lunchbox in the 70s. And I rebought mm-hmm. that lunchbox a few years back, uh, many years ago actually, and it didn't have the thermos. And I saw that somebody had two of the thermoses in a booth, and uh, I got the one that was in nicer condition, uh, which was marked the same price as the one that was beat up. So, so I finally Ooh. am going to be able to reunite the set. But anyway, that that's what I got. Oh, and I want to know who does your um, thing that the terrible. The, oh, that's that's from the um, that's from the American version of The Office. That is uh, the actress who played Pam uh, talking to Michael Scott in the episode where um, it's an episode where where he Michael Scott started a charity called Scott's Tots 
because he went to visit like this uh, this group of school children when they were like five or six or something like that, and he was like, mm-hmm. and he was like, I am going to pay all of your college tuition when you graduate from high from high school. And they're like, yeah. So he started this foundation, and then, and then when the kids finally were old enough, he's like, I don't have the money to do this. You know, he thought he would be some big <laughs> success, and then, and so Pam cornered him in the break room and was like, This is a terrible, terrible thing. Well, we'll we'll just hear it again. We'll hear it again. This is a terrible, terrible thing you've done. Well, it's terrible, <laughs> just terrible. Yeah. So then, and and and, uh, and and spoilers, spoiler alert. He ends up giving them all. Uh, uh, he he teases them with uh, you know laptops, and he's like, you know, uh, you know who here, well, you know, wants a laptop, you know, and and then uh, and then he doesn't produce laptops, but he bought a bunch of batteries for laptops, and he gave them batteries. <laughs> Oh, good. Well, hey, at least he was close on the laptop. That's saying you're gonna buy somebody a car. All right, well, here's the hubcap. Uh, yeah, here's yeah. The lug nut. Sure. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that was uh, that, that that that's one of my favorite episodes because it's so horrible and awkward when the the reveal comes around. Um, so. Well, I lo- I love her. I love that voice, and I kid you not, I thought that was Kitty from the '70s show. Oh, okay. I don't know why, but I just there's something about I did too. Yeah, Jenna Fisher. Voice that just makes it. It just that sounds like something she would say to somebody. (laughs) Nice. That's that, yeah, that's a really cool that's a really cool question because nobody's ever asked me where certain drops come from and I know I have some rel- some even ones that are really obscure like uh, <laughs> one of my favorite ones that I n- really never have a chance to play but this one if you don't listen you don't hear you can't hear nothing when your head's in a bag Jack so <laughs> and that is that is from the Ben Stiller show that is Bob Odenkirk who's Saul and Better Call Saul playing Manson. And um, and on the show they did a parody of Lassie, except it was called Manson. And he would mm-hmm. run, and he and they did it in black and white and everything. And and he would run around like crouched over and everything. And he'd say all this crazy shit. And they're like, "What are you trying to say, boy? Is Timmy's trapped in the well?" You know. <laughs> and then and then of course he would say something insane like, "You can't see nothing when your head's in a bag, Jack." But they all pretended they couldn't understand him, like he was just barking, you know. So, um, mm-hmm. and uh, Joe, you'll have to watch that sometime. <laughs> I think I saw it. <laughs> oh, there you go. But, um, right. yeah. But I appreciate right, that well, question. I will, I will let you go. Thanks All for right. letting me call and ask. No problem. Thanks for asking, and we will talk to you soon. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, uh, all ever. right. Uh, very good call. I think I like- she is a, just a joy. I like turn up the night trivia, and I like it when people ask me what I bought. So, <laughs> yeah, I gotta uh, tell you something. I thought it was Kitty too. Oh well, that's cool. So, well, no, now you know. The more you know. So, <laughs> oh wait, wait, I got a thing for that. There it is. Come yeah. on. And that's one to grow on. You know what? Also, is one to grow on the Green News Report, everybody. Uh, they're back in full force. Um, and I don't know if anybody listened to the broadcast the other day, 
But uh, fascinating story. Uh, apparently, some Chinese kid hacked into a voting American voting system and left some weird Japanese song in one of our voting machines in 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 some computer program. So that, Is that that's, in Georgia. I think it might have been Hawaii. Oh, I'm not sure. But uh, okay, yeah, well, China- we got problems in Georgia too. But yeah. so, wow, that's yeah. great. Yeah, so that was on like the four days ago or something on the Green News report, um, or I'm sorry, on the on the broadcast rather. Uh, but anyway, anyway, uh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's let's go to the break and uh, we'll get to the Green News report. And when we come back, we'll do name calling, birthdays. If you've got any other birthdays, please let us know, and uh, we will uh, and we'll we'll keep taking calls. Anybody wants to call, feel free. I'll probably return to Mad Libs tonight since I don't have much else to talk about and if you guys uh, i'll give you guys the floor if there's anything you just want to go on about i don't care um I'm, this is staycation ken zero fucks <laughs> so uh but anyway let's go ahead and uh hit the break we'll be right back after the green news report turn up the night with kenny pick so you and different it won first prize at the international inventors exposition kennypick.com it's Thursday, August 16, 2018. From bad to worse tonight as the number of fires across the province approaches 600. British Columbia declares state of emergency over wildfires. The full liability could be $5 billion based on past product liability suits. Monsanto's parent company grapples with massive judgment against Roundup weed killer. As far as Puerto Rico is concerned, we have had tremendous reviews. We're doing a great job. 11 months later, the largest blackout in U.S. history is finally over mostly plus you can hear from my lips we will not sell or transfer public land surprise interior department readies plans to sell off public lands from utah national monument all of those surprises and more straight ahead from bradblog.com i'm brad friedman and i'm desi doyan stand by for six minutes of independent green news politics analysis and snarky comment all over california wildfires are spreading like they're they're spreading like something (laughs) this is your Green News Report. Anyway, it's a lot of fire. Okay, Dizzy Doing, it's not just here in the U.S. where wildfires are going crazy. They got some problems up in Canada as well, I guess. Yes, yes, unfortunately they do. First, it was California that had to deal with these massive mega fires. Now it is British Columbia's turn. The Canadian province this week also declared a state of emergency as firefighters from around the world battle nearly 600 out-of-control wildfires that are burning across the province. Canada has also deployed the Canadian armed forces to assist in the effort. Nothing to see here. Everything's fine. Meanwhile, in Puerto Rico, the largest blackout in U.S. history has finally ended, mostly. Puerto Rico's electric utility says it has restored power to the last home that lost electricity after Hurricane Maria, 11 months after the Category 4 storm destroyed most of the island's fragile, ancient power grid. But the grid is still unstable, and residents report that the electricity is still very unreliable. And just to be clear, that was September 20 of 2017, almost a year ago. And now the power is finally back, mostly. 
And the lack of electricity and access to basic services over those 11 months had deadly consequences. After months of denial, Puerto Rico's government notified Congress that it estimates the final death toll from Maria is not 64, but likely to be more than 1,400. Well, that was close. Trump Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke, in his first speech to agency staffers back in 2017, said this. And I can tell you... You can hear it from my lips. We will not sell or transfer public land. But this week, the Trump administration published a draft proposal to sell off public lands, starting with 1,600 acres of the public lands that Trump had previously slashed from Utah's Grand Staircase Escalante National Monument, despite those repeated promises by Interior Secretary Zinke that no public lands would be transferred or sold. Huh. Turns out Ryan Zinke is a huge liar. Who'd have guessed it? The Huffington Post reports that the sale may be for the benefit of Republican Utah State Representative Mike Noel, a major critic of National Monument protections. Noel just happens to own acreage adjacent to one parcel on the chopping block that has been stripped from the monument by President Trump. What a surprise. The stock price of Bayer, which just bought U.S. agribusiness giant Monsanto, has plunged 15 percent in the wake of a jury verdict, ordering its subsidiary, agribusiness giant Monsanto, to pay nearly $290 million in damages to a school groundskeeper. The jury agreed with groundskeeper Dwayne Lee Johnson that exposure to Monsanto's popular weed killer Roundup caused his terminal cancer. Johnson's lawyers said that jurors were finally able to see internal company documents showing Monsanto knew for years that glyphosate, the main ingredient in Roundup, could cause cancer. The company says it will appeal the jury's verdict, but Johnson's is only the first of some 4,000 lawsuits against Monsanto. Mm. Some good news. Development of the offshore wind industry in the United States does lag far behind Europe. But Bloomberg News reports that America's first large offshore wind project off the coast of Massachusetts is offering long-term contracts to provide electricity that will save consumers about $1.4 billion in electricity costs over 20 years. And finally, in Appalachia, some victories against new pipelines. The Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, or FERC, issued a stop work order this week on construction of the Atlantic Coast Pipeline after an appeals court rejected crucial permits due to the pipeline's impact on public lands and endangered species. That same appeals court also recently rejected permits granted to the Mountain Valley Pipeline in Appalachia, ruling that the Trump administration should not have permitted the pipeline to cut through the Jefferson National Forest and under the Appalachian Trail. Has Ryan Zinke called those courts environmental terrorists yet? Nope, not yet. Only a matter of time. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? 
we don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Ah, the French. Yeah, it could be a French mistake. <laughs> uh, those public urinals. Uh, we'll see. Our lead story. Where else are you going to hear it except on Turn Up the Night? Or, or, <laughs> there was a news leak. <laughs> ah. Uh, you know, so, uh, probably about uh, 20 years ago, maybe. I guess it was about 20 years ago. A company I was working for, I had to go uh, help them out in, uh, in Paris. And uh, I remember getting off the train one morning to walk to that walk to the office. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy, you know, older looking man in a nice suit. You know, looks like he's you know some kind of high end banker or something. And he's walking down the sidewalk. He just walks off the sidewalk right behind some bushes and starts peeing. Right. So in the middle of, you know, you've <laughs> witnessed. I'm thinking it. to myself, wow. Okay, this is you. you this you've is a witnessed different it. culture here. Yeah. I mean, we have people so, pissing all over downtown Cleveland, but it's usually, you know, homeless people and, and or, you know, just drunk people. St. Patrick's Day, the place is uh, just a golden shower central. And, of course, Bobber yeah, from Four Freedoms in, Blog, welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, this was in the morning. Yeah. On the way to work. Why not? <laughs> and you were like... What the hell? Uh <laughs> So, uh, and of course, uh, uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city where, uh, I know, I know for a fact you've got, you know, uh, collies that pee in public. Uh, yeah, I do. So, <laughs> I, no I do, shame. but they're a little bit more, more dignified about it. Sure. I mean, <laughs> we also have a president who pisses all over the country. Nobody says anything about that. Maybe we should. Yeah. You piss on it but- and you shit on it. Go ahead, go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. Right? No, he said it better. Maybe we should put the whole country in one of those Paris uh, red uh, uh, receptacles and let him piss right in it. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> or use ISIS like a prophylactic. Well, but 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 Trump Trump uses him like a prophylactic. He just shoves ISIS up his big dirty asshole. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> And and don't use that prophylactic twice. <laughs> that ISIS brand prophylactic. No. How does 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 Alex Jones not understand what a prophylactic is? Because no. people just don't take <laughs> condoms and sho- question seriously. Well, I'm just saying, you know, Alex. People just don't <laughs> shove prophylactics in their buttholes. <laughs> Well, it, you know, it, it does not believe the frequently this, exist. There's really not a need for one, but oh my sure, God. unless well, it, it's like it's like uh, remember Rush Limbaugh? He he thought that women 
only took contraceptive pills when they have sex. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. So the more the more sex they had, the more contraceptive contraception pills they had to take. Yeah. <laughs> God, damn it. Uh oh wait wait. So I think I, I actually have, you know, one reason you might um let, let me see if I can get this um uh queued up here. Uh the one reason you might want to shove a, a provolactic mm. up your big dirty asshole is in, in case you you get sharts, and then you know. But be careful it doesn't pop. So, oh, there. So, <laughs> mm. <laughs> I I just queued you up three sound effects, three sound effects together there. Let me try that again. Let me let me make it a little more seamless. Ah, that was that was still <laughs> anyway. Rain from Four Freedoms blog. What a way! <laughs> what That's a lead in. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling so respected as a woman. <laughs> so sorry. Um, it's fine. All right, yeah. before we get, because I know where we're going. Mm-hmm. I know we're going to go to name calling, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But since we were talking about goats, I have a story from yesterday. Oh, good. And here's the title of the article. Satanists have wheeled a demonic goat statue onto the lawn of the Arkansas Capitol. Yes! Perfect! Perfect! <laughs> I love that statue. So, I love that out, fucking... It's a really short article. <laughs> I love that. The statue of Baphomet. Oh, it's beautiful. With the two kids looking up and smiling at him. <laughs> so... so <laughs> It's a very short article. Devil went down to Arkansas. The, sat- <laughs> the Satanic Temple wheeled its giant statue of the goat-like figure, Baphomet. Did I say that right? Baphomet. Baphomet onto the lawn of the Arkansas State Capitol on Thursday. The jarring installation is the culmination of the church's protest against a 2015 bill signed into law in Arkansas that allows the placement of the state capitol grounds of a suitable monument commemorating the Ten Commandments. Dozens of pro- Dozens. Dozens of protesters. There are dozens of us. Dozens! Could it be... (laughs) Satan? Gathered as the eight eight and a half foot statue was unveiled according to a tweet from the scene from a KLRTP reporter. Go not goats. today, Satan. Not today. So <laughs> that was their motto. Uh, their the protesters' motto was not today, Satan. Not today. <laughs> so. I'll I'll put I'll put the link it. Wow, that statue is pretty awesome. Uh yeah. Uh, I, uh, I will bless thee and make the, thy name great. Great Satan, curse them that curse thee. Great Satan. <laughs> I'm just looking up all my Satan clips now. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know there was a goat and Satan, you know, connection. I didn't know, but damn. How many Satan's clips do you have? Uh, well, uh, I'm surprised this didn't happen in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin, where we expect those people to be communing with Satan up there in the, in the Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I have a few. 
I, a, a few. Uh, uh, here, here's, here's a, uh, oh, let's see. Here's a. Uh, In almost every instance of violence or death as a result of Satanism, heavy metal music has been involved. <laughs> what does the music really say? Reading the lyrics can help you recognize the evil and potential danger of rock's entanglement with the occult. Yeah. <laughs> the satanists are anti-Christian. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that. The satanists are anti-Christian. The satanists are anti-Christian. No shit. Uh, <laughs> where'd you get where'd you yeah, get that, that info i gotta tell you that statue is pretty impressive whoever, beautiful. whoever designed it yeah it, it really is yeah there's an interesting history with uh baphomet as well and there it's it's shrouded in a little bit of mystery because that statue originally appeared in a, a in a temple in france i believe uh the the knight's templar oh, really the, knight, the knight's te- the yeah, see France again. Do they you have? Know? Oh. Do they have a place where ah, you can see? the French? Maybe, <laughs> uh, chamber pots probably. Um, <laughs> but uh, they 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 had uh, a statue of Baphomet that almost the same exact one that you see there. There's an old woodcut of that. Um, you know, goat-headed. You know, fingers in the air. You know female breasts uh goat legs thing i don't know oh, if the one in the one in arkansas does not have breasts okay well uh there yeah it's an interpretation um but uh but yeah so uh but the thing a lot of a lot of scholars think that baphomet is a perversion of the name Muhammad, uh, Ma- uh, what, what <gasps> muhammad would look which oh. in earlier spellings looked like Mahomet almost you know um and uh it in they they basically were trying to demonize muhammad uh, after the crusades and they they had some kind of I, I might be off a little bit here and there but there is there are a lot of scholars that think baphomet is a perversion of muhammad basically wow. um so uh, but you know it looks cool so the christians <laughs> turned a perversion of muhammad into, into something the, into satanic. the devil, yeah. Oh, like wow. they did all wow. over the like they did all over the place with all all other gods from all other religions, um, for the most part. So, uh, but yeah, I love Satan clips. I got Satan clips. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I now love goat clips, and I got to add to the show tonight. There I you go, goats and Satan. Yeah, in Arkansas. All right, we got a call coming in. Two two four area code. Who is this? Where are you calling from? This is Adam. Hey Adam, I'm sorry I don't have your number hey, uh, saved for some reason here. It's weird. So uh, I was just like, I call enough. I would think you would know it's me. Two two four. But okay. <laughs> sorry, I'll add. I'll add this number to context. I don't have this one saved for some it's reason. It's fine. I was. I was just confused. I was expecting you to say Adam Hebert from from my check radio, you know, and he's, who's this one? What? Gotcha. Well, what's up? Well, I, I have some good news to share. Actually, several bits of good news. Good. Um, I had my eyes looked at Monday, and for the huge cost of $28.33, I will be getting new specs sometime next week. 
Congratulations. Yay. Awesome. Very Thank good. You. Thank you for my awesome DOD insurance. Nice. Nice. Wow. So. So and what? And then the other good news. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The other good news, and I, I, I talked, I mentioned this yesterday, but I figured I would say it now. Um, I have received confirmation that uh, I have been approved for an, for a press pass to cover Anime Week in Atlanta 2018. Very nice. Congrats. And, so uh, that's official. Yeah. Oh, Amen for Amen. that. Amen. Miles is your partner in crime on that too, right? Yes, we filed his application. I think it's just a formality because they want to keep track of how many people how many press passes are giving by, you know, by, you know, application. Uh, so we filed his application and made some plans for when we're leaving that, you know, they had the convention and all that. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. And I full, I have a list of people I want to ask for interviews with. And, uh, I am going to get an interview with Steve. Blum, even if it kills me. Nice. So, this is going to be amazing. Uh, I'm really excited about this. Uh, seeing Miles and Michelle, and of course, uh, my my obscenely adorable, toothachingly cute nephew Kai. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a wild one. So, where are you staying again in in Atlanta? We are staying at the um, Embassy Suites at the Cobb Galleria. Oof. Okay. Um, Galleria, yuck. What? Yeah. You don't like it? Unfortunately, it's, it's that's, out in the suburbs. That's it, yeah. Unfortunately, that is where the convention is, and we stay at the Embassy Suites because, basically, uh, you know, I feel like we get a free, you know, made-to-order breakfast. You know, it's it's a nice breakfast, and you know, usually in that area, you're gonna pay what fifteen, twenty bucks a meal. You're getting that free with your, yeah. you know. The, Here's yeah. the thing, uh, Bob. Bob's comment and, and my it has nothing to do with where you're staying. It has nothing to do with that. But that is not. See, this is what I hate about Cobb County. It's not fucking Atlanta. Right. I'm okay. Sorry, well, Adam. I'm sorry. Bob, am I right or? Yeah, and, you know, and it's just it's a little bit of. Um... It's just, I mean, I'm not criticizing. You know, you're you're going where you, where you, where the where your your thing is, and that that yes, makes sense. Exactly. It, it's just that you know, for for uh, you know, it, it's 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 just the suburbs. It's keep digging. Out in the middle. Keep of digging. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm, I, no seriously, I'm not. I'm not this has nothing. This absolutely has nothing to do with with Adam. I'm really happy about what he's doing, and what you know, I'm 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 super psyched about it. What I'm not super psyched is Cobb County trying to pretend that they're Atlanta. Yeah. That's like saying, you know, Westchester County is New York City. New York City? I don't know why I felt like saying so that. I'm sorry, Adam. I'm sorry. Well, we got... No, we it's got, okay. I mean... Um, uh, yeah, but no, that that's very exciting. But no, I, I have a warning for you right now, Adam, because we're warning people about the dangers of Satanism right now. Uh -huh. Um, I, I thought I would share with you this clip, uh, because I know, you know, Pokemon is, is, you know, that's anime, right? 
uh, if yeah, I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, Pokemon this anime. Yeah, well, we have a warning here from Henry Lewis about um, about Pokemon. Okay, so, you know, again, since mm-hmm. we're warning about the dangers of Satanism. These are all Oriental demons. The names are actually names of demons. That's right. The name Squirtle is a, a Oriental <laughs> demon name. Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff is... Jigglypuff is literally an ancient name <laughs> <laughs> of a of a Japanese demon. God almighty. Uh, I can tell you as someone who is familiar with Japanese folklore mythology because that's kind of my thing, you know, misinformation. Yeah. Uh, there is no Japanese demon called Jigglypuff or Squirtle. Yeah, uh, I think so. Uh, I no. think you, you are... Your, uh, a lot of those are ba- a lot of those are based uh, some of them are based on on Japanese uh spirits or yokai. Yeah. But no. But what there, he said there was crazy. Wrong! Yeah. <laughs> so, wrong. Wrong. There you go. That's your drop, isn't it? Yes, that is uh, Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor in Superman Returns, which oh, was a right. good movie. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. All right, well, Adam, I, I'm sorry to, we got to let you go. Uh, tell everybody what's going on on Mike Check Radio tomorrow. Um, uh, yeah, we're well. Uh, I'm still editing, but we will be covering some of what Omarosa said, as well as uh, shit. We're insulting our troops because, as I mentioned before, I'm an army brat. And that kind of hits close close to home for me because I already yeah. know the pittance my father made as like an E6. So I mean, sure. he was, it's not like he was a general, but he was pretty yeah. up there in the rank. Well, you know? and, so, and, uh, and go, I was going to say, I'm going to be doing uh, the Go Figure segment about the disastrous Target rollout of their exclusive Mego line. Target, shame, shame, shame. But um, what else? Uh, still working on Nerd Talk, uh, but uh, we'll have some fun, and of course we will uh, we'll probably be discussing uh, Anime Week in Lane a bit. All right, all right. You know, tease, some, tease some of the stuff I want to go for. Like I said, Steve Blum is only the tip of a very big, beautiful iceberg. Excellent. All right. I'm just glad you didn't say it was the tip of a penis. Don't say penis in this house! So, uh, but... This is me we're talking about here. So, yes. Uh, All right, Adam. Have a good night. I'll talk to you later on. Yep. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye, Adam. All right. So, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog. (laughs) We got to do... We gotta do name calling and birthdays. <laughs> Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you gotta give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You wanna mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, Rain, what you got? So what we have, what we have in our beautiful chat room is we have Mr. Adam Hebert, and I'm really sorry for... I, I don't think he took bad. offense. I do, he, didn't huh? take, he didn't take offense. It's fine. Uh, I, I take offense to Cobb County, pretending that they're Atlanta. <laughs> Understood. Anyway, it's just a personal thing. 
It's not, it's it's not a grudge. Atlanta. It's a grudge. It's just... Kind of, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> just... Um, so we have Adam Hebert. We have Bobber. We have Clinster. We have Francie. We have Heather. We have Jake Holly. We have Kat. We have Kenny. We have Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. Still waiting for those adoption papers. Uh, um, they, we got a subpoena. They're actually documents uh, for in the Manafort trial now. So. <laughs> um, we have cool black dude. We have um, Marnus, Joe Santora, who is not in our basement. And if he is, I packed him up. I need he's, a box. He's, I he's need a, a box. <laughs> That's it. He's in a box. No child wants to play with a Charlie in the box. <laughs> um... Or Marna's in the box. Yeah. <laughs> we have um, we have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Moon Mare. We have President. We have myself. We have Sandy and Derwood. We have Theo. We have Tim Cormel and Trojan Rabbit. And a few minutes ago, there. I, I hope I don't. I hope I'm not missing anybody because we went from twenty to nineteen, and now we're back up to twenty. So if I missed you, I'm sorry. Yeah, just uh, if you didn't get your name, uh, if you didn't get your name called, just uh, remind us in the chat, and we'll give you a special shout out. Yes. So, yes. And I, and Francie, you got the birthday. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, for her husband Michael, uh, his birthday is Sunday the nineteenth, and she requested specifically a birthday boner for him. Because, you know, I'm sure uh, he and Francie, you know, have had a fun, sexy time. What a fun, sexy time for you. Uh, from time to time, so it only makes sense. Uh, how do you think they got those kids? We're not we're not morons. We know how that happened. Um, so <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, happy birthday to Michael. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. For coming to my birthday! And once again... What a fun, sexy time for you. There you go. So, and in case anybody ever wondered where that clip is from, that is from Arrested Development. That is Michael Sarah's character, George Michael, who's obsessed with his uh, his cousin, maybe, who's going, uh, going on a date with somebody, and he nervously says... Oh, what a fun, sexy time for you. <laughs> so, uh, I remember that one. Yeah. Uh, awkward. So, <laughs> show got a lot more awkward with uh, what happened to Jeffrey Tambor, that creep. So, oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. I can't even. I don't know. I mean, that in that whole interview they did, that was a train wreck. That, uh, oh, yeah. Wow. Vanity Fair, Variety, whatever, whatever that interview was for. I don't remember, but it was a mess. Yeah, I so, got off the rails. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, uh, I know, I know exactly which one you're talking about. That was the one where the the woman who played the wife. Yeah, um, said, I, trying to remember her name. Uh, she plays Jessica or Jessica? Is that, no, 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 uh, not not Jessica. Uh, her name is Jessica. The actress's name. Uh, she plays Lucille One. Lucille, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That Lucille was Lucille One, that was, right? That was the whole entire uh, you know interview with all of them at yeah. I'll find it because we don't have time to do Jessica that. Walter. Was, Jessica Walter. Yes. It was a very, very good interview where Play Misty mm -hmm. Foreman. Where Oh, yeah, she was in that? 
She was the yeah. caller. Yes. Jessica Walter was the caller. I've never seen that. that. Uh, well, I haven't seen it in a long time. I saw it when I when I was probably like twenty. Yeah. So, Clint Eastwood, right? Yep. Huh. So she was the stalker. <clears throat> Jessica yeah. Walter was the stalker. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, uh, but yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, that's where that clip came from. But uh, all right, well, you know what? We're out of time. It's time for a break once again, folks. And uh, and it, since it seems so popular, I'm gonna go ahead and play the old the old intermission music again. Everybody seems to like the twirling aspect of that. So uh, I, I the the people have spoken. So sh- so so it is written. So shall it be done? We'll be right back with uh, the last hour of Turn Up the Night Free for All. We'll take your phone calls and talk about what the hell ever we we feel like. You guys, if you all want to look up a crazy news story, do it. Rain did. Look at that. She got us a, a, another goat story. An evil goat story. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I, sa- I think what Satanists I are a lot less evil than, <laughs> than uh, fundamentalist Christians. Um, so, anywho, breaky wiki. We'll be right back. Why didn't that work? There it is. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now... On with the show. You piss on it and you shit on it. Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody, welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. You know, I had a, I had a fun idea. What do you guys think of this? What if I, um... For uh, well, let me introduce everybody first, and then I'll then I'll introduce uh, this idea for a, a segment. Uh, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Has the thunder and lightning died down? Yes. Good. Good. Pups are calm. No. No. <laughs> oh, I just heard one. Burf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're fighting, but okay. not because of lightning. <laughs> Uh, well, very good. And, of course, uh, Bobber from For Freedom's blog, Washington, D.C. How are your pups doing? Are they, they getting nervous with all the boxes? Uh, they're confused. Um, yeah. But, you know, dogs kind of roll with things, you know. They're a happy-go-lucky. They'll, they'll do, you know. Not cats. They don't roll with they anything. Go. They hide from everything. Yeah, dogs, wherever they go, it's a party, so. 
yeah nice and last but not least rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc welcome back to the program hey and i gotta say our we have one cat and she's been generally rolling with it as long as we keep the bedroom closed ah yeah because um yeah cats can also be very spiteful they can they absolutely can so uh, my wacky idea was to um, we we could have even more Mad Lib action <clears throat> than ever before tonight oh. because I I have all these books that are full that we've completed over the last couple of years and um, I was thinking maybe yeah it's been like two years we've been doing Mad Libs I oh was thinking God. maybe I could just read some of our greatest hits and we can like kind of figure when you know because I, I was looking through one I was like oh that one mentioned Steve Mnuchin you know <laughs> uh, so I thought maybe I could read some of the Mad Libs from the full ones and see what uh, uh, all the magic that everybody's contributed over the last couple of years and then that way I don't have to write down new ones tonight because <laughs> I don't feel like it. <laughs> so win-win, right? Uh, we get to see everybody's old handiwork, and uh, and uh, and and uh, I'll be able to read a few of them. So it'll be good. You guys good with that? I'm good, I'm good with it. I think it'll be interesting to try to replace names and to see what kind of mood we were in back then. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, see how filthy it was. See if uh, we yeah. mentioned uh, see see if there's well, any I, I got to tell you something. I know we got to get to Mad Libs. I am I am I am well, so pissed segment. about Brennan. I'm pissed about Brennan and I'm really I'm so Well, Mad Libs will be next segment. If you want to talk about something, this is the time to do it. So, you know, no. do you do you, you want to get madder rain? No, I'm just... Uh, here's the thing. You know what he so, did tonight? You know what broke tonight? Yes, yes, I know. Yes, I... Yes, I do. Well, tell them. Tell them. Tonight, over 60 members of the CIA wrote a letter to President Dodas basically saying that what you're doing to our, our intelligence agency is putting our nation at risk. He sure is. And yeah. it's 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 kind of a big deal. It really is a big deal. And I know, you know, before um, before we went on air, I, I know that uh, in our in our chat, you know, because we we kind of do some research. Um, you know, Joe Joe posted an article about how what was the, what was that dude's name, Elliot Brody, the guy yep. who evidently, you know, didn't know his story. He was the one that impregnated the the yes the, the allegedly uh, Playboy allegedly. allegedly they want us to believe he did <laughs> yes and, yes well whatever and uh, had her have an abortion and uh, <clears throat> Michael Cohen was representing him yes yeah. and and I was away Bob and I were away all day yesterday so we missed the entire uh, Wall Street Journal article. That basically said that after the the grab grabber by the pussy tape came out, that was when that was when Michael Cohen said, "Yeah, we probably have to pay off Stormy Daniels." Daniels. Before that, he was really reluctant to pay her off. I, mm -hmm. I, sorry, I'm sorry for dumping a whole bunch of <coughs> dotard shit on this, but something's going on. Something is going on. I, 
I feel like we're going to find out very we're going to we're going to have something really big drop because I I do not believe that Brody Brody, right? Yeah, Brody Bro- is Brady. the name. Brady. I personally do not believe that Brody got anyone pregnant. Well, I don't know. I'm telling you. But that somebody, wasn't the, that was Somebody the got news. pregnant. That wasn't the news I was talking about. Okay. All right. I just went off on a rail. No, no, no. I mean about the... Hey, Joe. Okay, there, Joe. <laughs> while we were on the air, the Washington Post broke a story that uh, said that the White House has drafted more cancellations. Yes. Clearances that they plan to hold in their pocket and drop as negative news cycles pop up. Yeah, well, okay. Here's So now we're using revocation of yes. security clearance right which goes back to those those 60 people who talked about this which also goes back to yeah. all of our our you know all of the you know the story about what was it I, oh god damn it i'm sorry i don't have the story in front of me but you know yesterday a whole bunch of people who were in the community or the uh, intelligence community said you you can't do this you're you're trying to silence people and Trump said, "What? Hold my beer." But yeah. <laughs> here's the thing, Joe. You're you're. What you're saying is that the White House is mm-hmm. has drafted papers saying well, we're going to take away your well, clearances. Let me read, uh, here, I'll read the the first couple sentences here. The White House drafted documents revoking the security clearances of current and former officials whom President Trump has demanded be punished for criticizing him are playing a role in the investigation of Russian interference in the 2016 election, according Mm. to senior administration officials. Trump wants to sign most, if not all of them, said one senior White House official who indicated communication aides, including Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Bill Shine, the newly named Deputy Chief of Staff, have discussed the optimum time to release them as a distraction during unfavorable news cycles. Okay, I'm okay. Thank you. Thank you. So now I just want to bring up the fact that, and I'm sure Joe and everybody else knows this, but when when Sarah Sanders came out, I think it was was it Wednesday? I just like I said, we've been busy. Wednesday when Sarah Sanders came out onto the press briefing and said we revoked Brennan's security clearance. It was it was a couple of hours later when the press the you know the the um the press release came out and that press release was dated July 28th. Yeah. So they're basically saying we have where we what they're what they're saying at this point is that we we are ready to to trigger this. And I I find this incredibly fucked up. Um, it is it is what some some pundits have said the slow motion Saturday night massacre. Mm-hmm. But I really wish somebody, some people who are in Congress and the Senate, start to take action because what this what this administration is doing right now is really trying to silence. Um. Our intelligence officials, and that's a free speech thing. 
It's a really big problem, and it's also a national security problem. <clears throat> I'm not a big I'm not a big person where it's like, yay, go go army, go this. But not these people. They have a job to do. Yeah. And and some of the people that were on the list, like or Joe, am I right? Mm-hmm. Bruce Orr. Bruce Orr. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you too, Earl. Bruce Earl, no. Is a, he is currently working. He's mm-hmm. not retired. He's not somebody who's like outside of of this administration who they just happen to have, um, you know, security clearance. He's somebody who is a current security clearance person. And his this sin, his is, sin was his sin was that he uh, talked to Christopher Steele in conjunction with his job uh, in the criminal division of the uh, Justice Department. And Joe, can I—that's his sin. And oh, and his wife, Nellie, was an independent contractor who did some work for Fusion GPS. Sorry, but Christopher Steele doesn't have national security clearance, does he? Well, Christopher Steele is a retired MI6 agent. Yeah, so uh, he's not American. No, he's British. That's—that's uh, that's the point that I'm trying to get. Because at right. one point, I heard. The dotard in chief, who he is losing his shizzle, say that he wanted to have Christopher Steele's. Uh, well, he, he said he wanted. He, he said he wanted. First of all, he wants Comey's. Comey's was revoked already. Thank you. He wants McCabe's. His was revoked already. Revoked. Yes. So uh, the the guy's all over the place. What scared me today was in that that press spray he had on the in front of the White House today. He said. He threatened Robert Mueller and his entire investigative staff to remove their security clearance. Yeah, I don't think he's going to... He might... He, I, I, I did hear that. I did hear that, and I... I'm I, telling you, when I as, as this unfolds... He's, he's going to be... He's touring with impeachment if he does that, I think. I think even that's going to be a bridge too far for the Republicans. I don't know that there is a bridge too far for them. I, I don't know that that's true anymore. I, I just don't. I, I, I agree with Joe. I'm I'm kind of with Joe. I agree with Bob. I, I, I think it's, it's and I think is, it's a matter of what they what they hear from the voters. True. I don't even I don't even think it's that. I I gotta I gotta tell you, man. I feel like if he does that, and he may do that. I also there's okay. Can you all bear with me because. I just want to say one thing real quick. Um, uh, it's true, Christopher or Christopher Steele is from Eng- 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 England. <laughs> yeah. So. I I feel like I feel like. Dotus could do that, but he could have also fired Rosenstein weeks ago. So I'm not sure where that is, and I agree with what I agree with what Joe said. The other side of it is that if he does pull the security clearance I don't know how that's going to stop Mueller well he won't be able to access the very files that he's developed but he's already got the files but he won't be able to go at them see this is the problem here's he the problem he can also dump them he can also he, he won't dump have he won't have access to them i you see the the problem with Brenner right now is that Brenner and anybody who is retired but has still has security clearance, they use the security clearance. Let's say they're called in 
uh, for a congressional hearing on, on, on security and some, some intelligence issue. They are allowed now, if you have clearance, to go back into your office and look at your own files. Nobody else's. Look at your own to refresh your memory and say, well, let me what, see what I re- remember about this issue. So when I go in front of Congress or I go into this meeting, I'll refresh my memory memory of how I handled this in the past and they look at their own. He can't even do that anymore. This is the danger. He can't even look at his own files. But I I know what you're saying. Brenner doesn't have to. No, my point is that that if if he revokes, and I don't know that he will, but if he revokes the, uh, the the security clearance of, of Mueller and all his investigative staff, they won't be able to go back in their office. They'll be ineffectively fired. How how could they even look at the stu- at at the indictments if they can't look at intelligence? There is something else. There is something else, and I wish I had the link in front of me. I heard it today. I heard it today on the radio. I'm not sure that Trump can legally do that, revoke Mueller's, because. The, the Supreme Court has in the past ruled that you can't do this because you can't stop the freedom, you know, the First Amendment. So we can be, I'm not saying don't be scared. I'm not saying don't be upset. I'm just Bre- saying that. As they talked about this with Brenner. He has no legal recourse. Brenner doesn't. The courts, the courts cannot weigh in on, on intelligence matters. Brenner's the, not. Oh, I'm t- or anybody, I'm not just, not just Brenner, anybody who has his, his security clearance revoked, that is the sole, that is the sole power of the president. Yeah, and I'm going to have to legal, find this. Maybe they we can't can go talk to, about it on Tuesday no, because there, there is a Supreme Court ruling about this. Brenner is not currently in all, you know, he, he, he's retired. This, oh. this, uh, Brenner yeah, right. Brennan is retired, but Bre- Brennan, I'm sorry, Brennan is Bruce retired. Bruce Orr isn't. I'm, he's working. I know, and that's. I guess that's what I'm trying to get at, is that there was a Supreme Court ruling that I do not have in front of me, but there are protections for people who are currently in, working in the government. That basically, basically, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say, and I really need to find it, and I'm sorry I don't have. The actual articles back Go it up. Go do a Google search. You're going surfing on the internet. <laughs> I don't have I don't have time to do it, but but people who are currently currently working for the federal government have, you know, they they they, they have the backing of the First Amendment, and so Donald Trump legally cannot do the things that he is claiming that he's going to do. And he probably will do it and we're going to be we're going to be faced with the Supreme Court showdown. Does that make sense, Bob? Yeah, I know yes, I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. The differential is is that they, there's a whistleblower type of um protection for for people who work for the government. Oh yeah, when you're talking about NDAs, that's a different thing. I'm not talking about NDAs. Oh, okay. Because the NDAs are, are there's no way for him to enforce them. If, no, and they're government employees. There is, for there is Bruce Orr does not have, right. never signed an NDA. No, it's, I'm not talking about NDAs. I'm just talking about there's a you know whistleblower protection in general. Sure. And uh, you know if you want to consider that what he's doing is whistleblowing, then he's he's protected in doing so. 
Well, yeah, I don't follow. I don't follow the logic there. What 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 Trump would Donald be doing Trump is telling them go, that he can't he go can, after Bruce Orr. He can he can threaten to take away Bruce Orr's. It would be considered appearance. a punitive a punitive uh, action. Sure, or, it's an abuse or, of power. But the only the only the only resolution to that, Bruce Orr can't do anything about that. The Congress would have to. There, In other words, they would. That's that's an abuse of power. He has the president has the authority to revoke security clearance of anybody he wants. For that's any where reason. I'm disagreeing with you. Well, he does. I, I mean, there's, no, there's, there's, I, uh, I am pretty sure that there is a Supreme Court ruling that says the president can't. I and I wish I had it in front of me because go do a Google search. You're going surfing on the internet. Joe, if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I know we're gonna we're gonna all be okay and happy. But <laughs> I'm happy. I don't. Anyway. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that he can do that. I. I heard. Well, I'm again. I hate again, saying I heard it. I'm not an expert on those subjects, I'm not an expert but I've been either, listening. But I'm pretty sure I heard that he listening can't. to everybody uh, on the radio and TV um, or the, the experts on this. You know, someone asked the question: if 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 Brenner or any of these people. Uh, working or not, had any recourse in the courts if he did this, and the the answer was no. I think that Brenner is not. Here, I guess here's what I'm saying: Brenner is out of government. Mm-hmm. Brennan. So Brennan. Brenner is not the issue Brennan. to me. People, mm-hmm. I keep saying that. Sorry, <laughs> so sorry. That's the only Brennan thing I have is, to add to this uh, conversation because because <laughs> much like Alex Brennan, Jones says, I'm not that damn smart. So I got nothing to say. I'm not. I'm not either, but Brennan is—he's—he's he's out. He's out of government. Bruce Orr is not, and right. I think that the point that I'm trying to get at is that if he's threatening to take Bruce Orr's, mm-hmm. um, you know, clearance away, mm-hmm. I don't think that he can do that legally, according to the Supreme Court. Well, I, I, I don't, you'd have to show—you'd have to show me. I that's from what, what I'm I, saying, I, I don't yeah, have what I understand. Of me. What I understand, I mean, there's no First Amendment issue that I could see. Nobody's going to take Bruce Orr's right to free speech or that he can't be a whistleblower to say he sees something wrong. But as far as the president doesn't have the right to take away somebody's right to free speech. Of course not. But that's not that's not the same as revoking your uh, revoking your security clearance. Security clearance is not a privilege. There is a privilege. It's not a right. Free speech is a right guaranteed mm. under the Constitution. Mm. You are not guaranteed a security clearance. I, and I'm not taking. I don't. I taking, don't think that Trump is going to get away with this. I'm not. Well, that's I, another story. I mean, I mean, obviously, here's what Lawrence Tribe said about this tonight. Larry Tribe said, "Look, there, there's two things to look at here. What, what the president is empowered to do by Article Two. And what the president is not allowed to do as an abuse of power. And they could be the same thing. So he fired Comey. Yes, legally, he had every right to fire James Comey. But why could that, when could that become, uh, when could could that become a problem? That could become a, 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 a criminal problem if the intent was obstruction of justice. That becomes an abuse of power. 
No, there's two remedies there. If he if he could be indicted, he could be indicted for obstruction, and that could be one of the one of the uh, one of one one of the bricks in the wall. Or Congress could impeach. It's an abuse of power. Yeah, I I, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I gotta find the thing that I read. Now, cat cat brings up an interesting an interesting uh, angle on the on the discussion. She says whistleblower protection laws may prevent may prevent ro- revocation of clearances as retaliation. Now, yes, if I, that may be, but I don't know that there's any ruling on that. But that's possible. I guess that's, that could the, be. yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Okay. Well. We I'm gotta sorry, go to, I'm we gotta sorry go to break. Mr. Bob. <laughs> okay, I'm going to shut up for the rest of the night. I feel like Bob hasn't had a chance to talk at all. No, 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 it's fine. I, I, I'm in sort of in the same position as Kenny is that I, I don't necessarily. I've checked have, out. I've checked out this week. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can. Uh, I don't have facts to back this up, but lizard people ate my balls. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, or you know, again, uh, like uh, uh, I, you know, uh, there hasn't been any non-evidence yet. There hasn't been any non-evidence yet, right? So, Ken, Love, and Joe and I discuss legal issues, and none of us are lawyers. <laughs> That's right. It's so neat, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, true. None of us have facts to back this up. <laughs> so no, I, I just go on what I just go on what I listen to all day. <laughs> you know, these experts saying, and and that that was basically the yeah and that's the, and that's, that's what thing. i didn't Joe, do at all this I, week I, I remember hearing somebody and i believe it was on msnbc today where i felt like yeah this doesn't well seem we could legal. research it more later i know okay it's break up. time <laughs> i love my uncle joe so <laughs> all right cousin joe uh, all right, let's go with cousin. <laughs> all right, it's break time, everybody. There was our politics segment of the evening. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do Mad Lib's greatest hits. Or not so. We'll see. I don't know. I, I have all these Mad Lib's books that are just bursting at the seams that you guys have all filled out over the last couple of years. And uh, I want to read through and uh, find some funny ones. We'll see. Because uh, most of them are pretty damn funny. Uh, there's been a few duds here and there, but other than that, you know. Anyway, let's go ahead and uh, hit the break, and we'll be right back with the final segment of this Staycation Weekend Edition of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com
Kiss you in the mouth. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show, every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show. Features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. dare, dare. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. 
Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice. And thank you... England. England. (laughs) And France. We can't forget about the French, you know, right? Oh, wait, oh, this one. Ah, the French. Might as well hear the French mistake one more time. And, uh, you know, actually, all everything in the French mistake there, that description, you know, hands on your hips, you know, stick out your tush, uh, that all that, you know, that's what you do when you when you start pulling into one of those urinals uh, in, in France. So, you know. Oh, if you're pulling uh, in and backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> Snap, push, and pop. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but of course, welcome back. But of course, <laughs> welcome back to the show. Uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Hi. I don't. You. I don't. My this is weird. I don't. You're I, I don't typically introduce you guys. I just thank the cities, but I'm going to do it anyway. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. And. Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog, der Braumeister, um, and uh, I, I, I was not sure if you heard the first hour of the show, Bobber, but I, I wondered if you heard me mentioning rebranding Indie Media Weekly over the next year. I, I did. I heard, I heard you mention that. I think that sounds like an interesting idea. Radio for humans. Do you like that? Well, it's better than radio for robots. Yeah, then you know, I mean, because damn the robots, you know. I mean, at first the the the, the robots, robots, you know, robot, 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 uh, and now the goats, you know, the robot, you know, are, are robot overlords. Now the the uh, the mammal goat overlords. So, Clo- those of cloven hooves. Um. So anyway, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, I picked out a whole bunch of the Mad Libs books. So I'm going to let you guys pick what book you want from. So uh, 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 as we go, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the names of the different books, and then uh, we'll make it a little random. So let's get, do uh, the Mad Libs jingle. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. <laughs> oh, God bless Mad Libs. <sighs> All right, so we'll go reverse alphabetical order. Um, Rain, would you like to see uh, have me read a Mad Lib from Meow Libs, Cat Mad Libs, Get the Party Started Mad Libs, Adult meow, meow. Adult Mad Mad Libs Go Greek, the original number one Mad Libs, <laughs> or Mad 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 Libs? No, I'm with the first Meow Meow Meow, meow Libs. Okay, here we go. Let's see. I know we filled Which out a lot. Homage to our meow in the chat room. Very good. And uh, so let's go with this one. This one's called Strange Cat Facts. No, I, I should I should have put the date on when we filled these out. Uh, that would be uh, <laughs> um, the date. You have the I, date. I should I should write the dates. No, I'm saying I should have written the dates. Uh, from now on, I should write the dates on them when I when I fill them out. Um, but uh, again. Okay. I never thought I would do this. So, uh, this one's Strange Cat Facts. If you think you know cats, think again. 
on average, cats spend two thirds of the day fucking goddamn shitting. <laughs> well, yeah, that sounds about right. Here's another Joe, another. You disagree? <laughs> no, I'm okay. <laughs> That's all. And um. Of course, this is uh, uh, another strange cat fact. A group of cats is called a penis. Don't so. say penis in this house. <laughs> we had to get there. Cats, cats <laughs> have, cats have over twenty brooms that control their ears. Um, cats can't swim. Sweetness. Oh, that was bad. The world. <laughs> well, they can't taste. Sorry, foods. I'm going to do this now. I'm going to judge. You're gonna I love judge. everybody. That was bad. That was probably me. Well, it's random, though. Uh, the world's longest cat measured 48.5 philanderers long. <laughs> uh, a cat has 42 toes on its front paws, but only 96 toes on its back paws. We have a problem with math, people. When a cat leaves its loot uncovered in the litter box, it is an <laughs> it is an it is an SUV of aggression. So yeah, look look, look out for it that. Could be, could, yeah. be. Could, uh, could be a tootsie roll of aggression. You know what? And Bob is going to agree with me. It's also known as a snack for dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, yes. the, the cat they, they turd kid. They certainly consider it a treasure. Yes, <laughs> cat turd kid. Um, tootsie rolls, tootsie rolls. <laughs> you too, St- right, Joe? Star oh, Crunch yeah, cake. Just a, yeah, tootsie rolls. On a good day, on a good day, it could be a warm Star Crunch cake. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if it's been in there a while, it could be like uh, 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 Slim Jim. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> um, Slim Jims. <laughs> Cats making Slim Jims. Yeah. When a cat... Uh, no, oh, oh, cats only crap through their taint pads. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, you know... Chartreuse cats are bad luck in the United States, but they are comfy luck in the United Kingdom and Australia. Oh, oh. The, in the United Kingdom and places such as... Eng- 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 England. Thank you. That's Gene Huber. Remember Gene Huber, Joe? <laughs> Uh, yes. Trump, Trump super fan with a cardboard <laughs> oh, cutout yes. that he fucks. Oh yeah, I have, so. I have a, a Photoshop of him <laughs> that I did for uh, one, one of the clown cars. <laughs> yeah. Nice, he's a, he's a treat. All right, let's let's get another one from uh, from Cat Mad Libs here. Um, yeah. There we go. There's uh, this one's called dressing your cat. Oh. You can, uh, uh, your, I'm sorry, your cat can help you celebrate your favorite holidays throughout the year. All you need to do is dress <laughs> dress it up in a conspiratorial fun chart. Oh, With a, like dressing it up like Steve Bannon? Sure, yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Like, you know, a chart. By the way, Steve Bannon is going to be on MSNBC tonight. Oh, good. Oh. Oh, sh- really? who's interviewing him? Lawrence? <clears throat> Ari Melber. Ari yeah. Melber. Okay. Um that's that's uh that should never happen. But uh <laughs> anyway, with a pair of fuzzy testicles, your cat can be transformed into the Easter lion. Oh, I remember this one. <laughs> I remember this one. <laughs> or or be uh smelly 
and turn your cat into Uncle Dara Isa with a little red, white, and puce suit. Oh my god. <laughs> so, so basically... That's gonna be the ugliest cat ever. <laughs> basically, as the only woman right now on the show, Uncle Daryl Isa is gonna dress up like a big pussy. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and there are a lot of moguls for your cat to wear on Halloween. You can dress your cat as a bus driver in a pink tutu, a prehistoric spittoon with spikes down its back, or a superhero like Evangelical Man with a black cape and matchy Stormy Daniels thong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I named a show after this one. I loved it so much. Evangelical oh, yeah. Man. This is a uh, classic. Meow, meow. And, of course, any cat can be turned into Santa Claus with a floppy red suit and a cute and cute matching knickers. Uh, just make sure you choose hatefully. You don't want to get on your cat's stupid side. All right. Let's find one I more my, cat mad lips. I put my Gene Huber picture in the <laughs> chat. <laughs> Aw, I love Gene Huber. Isn't he let's cute? Find, let's find another uh, Huber... Uh, Oh man, I have so many. Uh, I have so many Gene Huber drops. It's not even funny. Uh, we the Pete. Yeah, we the Pete. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was better. That's prescient. Yeah, yeah. So um, let me see. What what else do we have? Uh, oh yeah, I love it. Here's the best Gene Huber one. Thank you, sir, for what you do to us. Thank you, sir, for what you do to us. <laughs> Asshole. Oh, what a fool. Uh, yeah, really. Uh, so, okay. Let me see. Um, let's do the, the seven, uh, uh, seven habits of highly effective kittens. All kittens, oh, okay. kn <laughs> all kittens know they must perfect these spermicides. One. Be as adorably gray at uh, as possible at all times. That's Timby. He's adorably gray. Um, two, perfect that Timby. briefly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, two, perfect that tiny irresistible hamster. <laughs> your ser uh, your servants will come waxing in a in a kneecap beat. There you go. Learn the ways of a gummy ninja. You can, uh... Oh, man. Defenestrate? Is that what it is? The, for throwing oneself out the window? Yes. Defen yeah, defenestrate anywhere. It's all about stealth. Four, you must be slippery whether you're facing down the neighbor's Russian bear or jumping off the kitchen dust. Uh, more puce action here, too. You may be puce, but inside of you beats the heart of a badger. Honor your heritage. Uh, six, make use of those armadillo-sharp claws. Climb the living room booze and the Christmas dentures with courage and confidence. <laughs> oh, here we go. And seven, when you sleep, curl up in the tiniest, fluffiest taint possible. It will make your servants tinkle. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. All right. There's three from that. 
All right, so uh, Joe, you get to pick from best of Mad Libs, Mad 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 Libs, the original number one Mad Libs, adult Mad Libs, go Greek, or get the party started Mad Libs. I'm going to go with adult Mad Libs for 30. Okay, you got it. Who is? No. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. How to crash a frat party. Uh, word is out that Gazonka fraternity is having a really likable party in your name. Isn't on the guest penis. So, oh, right oh. Don't say penis in this house. Here are some do's and don'ts for crashing the champion. <laughs> Dress wetly. If it's a toga shit, be sure you have a lie draped over your vagina. What? Hmm. <laughs> if you see a large group of deviled eggs approaching the party, blend in with them so you can suck through the entrance undetected. Oh, my goodness. Bring a six-pack of eyeshadow. Your host will appreciate that, <laughs> that you are not there just to mooch free drinks and swamps. And deviled eggs. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh... You can also drop a few petroleum products the host will recognize. <laughs> Once you're in, uh, avoid getting into a buzzer with another party goer. You don't want to get into a buzzer, you know, with another par party goer. That would be terrible. Um, no matter how much of a sweltering jerk he or she is. This will draw Trumpian attention and will surely get you kicked out of the lectern. Thinking Sean Sean Spicer was still the press secretary if lecterns on there. The <laughs> 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 lectern <I'm certain>. wheels. <laughs> yeah, that's an old. One. All right, so let's see. We we got a few more in here. This one's called uh, Movie Madness. Is Greek life uh, as wild and crushed as it is in classic films? Put one of these unfair movies in the DVD player and find out. Animal Airhead. In this movie, a fraternity full of preppy bulls tries to get another fraternity <laughs> solemnly kicked off campus. Revenge, <laughs> Revenge of the Wimps. <laughs> you know that movie that glorified rape? Um... Revenge of the Wimps, Revenge of the Nerds, uh, glorified rape. It did, believe it or not. It's true. Yes. It um, uh, when the brazen jocks of Alpha Beta Fraternity accidentally burn down their frat man baby, they take over a dorm full of generic nerds. The nerds quickly fight back by forming their own clown as soon as the Russians are turned. <laughs> Damn Russians. Oh, I can't trust Legally ravenous. In this comedy, a sorority shitbag follows her ex law school <laughs> follows her ex to law school in an attempt to win back his taint. <laughs> All these mad lives have taint in them. Uh, everybody loves taint. It's great. Taint is, Part of the taint body. Is, taint is taint. Taint mm -hmm. is good for the soul. Taint misbehaving. People should reclaim their taint. Get it out they of should. circulation. Get it back. Get Do rid it. of it. Do it. Old school, three grown scoops try to relive their college days 
by starting their own slimy fraternity. Yeah. Um, okay, let me see. What else do we have here? Uh, the Fraternity Creed. And then we'll get to Bobber's selection here. We, the bowels of Zeta Nincompoop Lambda Fraternity, promise to uphold the douches of the Brotherhood until the... Penis... Don't say penis in this house! ...ceases to turn. We vow to live our lives with honor and colon. Neither snow nor rain nor the kidneys of change will keep us from our refreshed fraternal duties. We will follow the lead of those who fucked before us. <laughs> if those brothers climbed the highest burrito, we will climb it too. If they swam across the deepest tractor, we will swim it too. And if the ocean is too soft and we can't make it across, we will perish in the spirits of golf club and justice. Mar-a-Lago, anyone? Yeah. Uh, we are the Moist Brothers of Zeta Hootenanny Lambda. We pledge to cuddle together for life. What if that penis turned to became Peroni? Oh. Don't say penis in this house! See? You're onto something there. I... Well... All right. So, uh, <laughs> Bobber... I'm still disgusted by Peroni. <laughs> it's something... Some guys can't help it, really. Um, I know they can't. I just... All right, Bobber, you, you can pick on. from the last four. The original number one, Mad Libs, Mad, 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 Mad Libs, Get the Party Started, Mad Libs, or Best of Party, uh, Best of Mad Libs. Let's go with the party. Get the party started. Oh, Timby found a, Timby's going nuts. I, I, ah. uh, he found a, a, he got a paper towel roll out of the recycling. And he's Does he think it's a Peroni penis? Oh, uh, he's going to town on it. I don't know what he thinks it is, but he's he's going nuts. All right, here you go, part one. So you think you can cheer? We're happy to report that there are openings on the school varsity cheer screwing squad. Oh no, people! <laughs> yes. The coach is looking for racist girls who can. Slowly perform cheers such as forty-five, six, six, seven, six, eight. <laughs> Who do we appreciate? <laughs> uh, go gerbil, go! While standing on the don't say penis in this house. Penises of other cheer welfare kings. <laughs> Do eight cartwheels in a row while holding palm vaginas in both toenails. Oh, no. We are not right people. Keep a smile on their buttocks when cheering in front of 17 screaming hedgehogs. <laughs> if I see a hedgehog, 17 screaming hedgehogs, I, I'm in a nightmare, I believe. Ah, um, so, so awesome. Ah, ah. Uh, Tryouts will be held in the school cookie on Friday. Please wear tennis shitholes. Well, now we know when that happened. <laughs> so shithole countries, <laughs> shitholes, and comfort and comfortable slumlords, and be prepared to lie. All right. Oh, I forgot the the background music here. Dang it! All right, here we go. Um, that 
That last one sounded like a terrible, terrible college. Oh, yeah, or high school. It's a terrible, terrible thing you've done. Well, it's terrible. Just terrible. This one. Let's see how terrible this is. Happy dance. Happy dance. Um, Some penises. Don't say penis in this house. Whistle. (laughs) (laughs) But that's true. That's the wrong way. That's a condition. I was Uh, actually going to say, yes, that's that's true. That is a condition. Uh, Some bidets. Whistling penis. (laughs) Yeah, some, some, it uh, well, is. What, it's what, really what a medical. Don't say penis in this house. Some bidets. I'm gonna say it's a sexual condition, but let us continue. Some bidets. It sounds like a. It sounds like a band name, isn't it? Don't say penis <laughs> in this house. Some bidets sing. But when uh, I'm in a happy mood, my toes start slurping, my fingers start licking, I feel light oh. on I feel light on my lubes, and I become a dancing porn. Wow. I'm I all may right. I may be at the mall and suddenly I'll jump dancing into a bidet. I may be at the mall and suddenly I'll jump into a fountain, do a suggestive jig. And splash piss everywhere. <laughs> see, see, God damn it! That sounds like a Lady Gaga show. <laughs> happening, it's happening in France. It's also a dancing bidet. It's happening in France. Yes. This is part of the problem that they're trying to they're trying to clean up. Yeah, uh, the French. Oh, and I would love to see Lady Gaga. Ah, the French. Love to see Lady Gaga do what? I would love to see Lady Gaga dancing in the bidet, because that oh, really is a bidet. Or jump in a fountain and splash piss around. Yeah, um, that's, that's what I'm or, saying. or I could be at the gro- uh, be grocery shopping with my mom, and I'll suddenly break into some impromptu tap shaking, rhythmically huh. juggling canned pearl necklaces in the air. <laughs> <laughs> they can those things now. So, <laughs> uh, I sure hope it's uh, pasteurized. It's <laughs> <laughs> pasteurized, all right. Pasteurized, pasture nose, pasture. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Everything. Wow, wow! I didn't. Yeah. I I really uh, set myself up for that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah wow. you sort of. There. Kind of face planted. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so um, uh, so uh, yeah, so I could be grocery shopping with my mom, and I'll suddenly break into some impromptu tap shaking, rhythmically juggling canned pearl necklaces in the air. School is also great, uh, a great place to show off my salty moves. Mm-hmm. I love to slide down the hall on my taint. <laughs> <laughs> Then spring into the air and click my uh, click my claws together. <laughs> no, no, my glands together. This oh, that Joe that was worse. remember glands? Wasn't that your word, Joe? Or whose word was that a while ago? I remember that. I think that was rain. No. Oh, thanks, Joe. Glands. I, 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 I used to say gland. With 
<laughs> something you said. I just... Probably was. I, I probably was. I can't I, help uh, myself. Throw me under the taint. All right, we got to so finish right here. Under the, right under the gland. I, I can't help myself. It seems I was born to make uh, Key West a nicer place. One crusty dance step at a time. All right, one more out of this Mad Libs book for, for Bobber's pick. Uh, extreme Makeover Bedroom Edition. I won a contest in Teen Beaver Magazine. <laughs> that magazine is illegal. Um, so. You think? Unless they're 18 or 19. Those, that's the only, you know... Uh, I won a contest in Teen Beaver Magazine. The prize? A weak bedroom makeover with all the bells and hoagies to be boldly displayed in an upcoming issue. Bells and hoagies. Uh, it should be bells and whistling penises. Uh, no. You don't say penis in this house! Um, Kenny, there could have been penises in those chopped up hoagies. There could have been. You don't say so. penis in this house! Yeah, from Wawa's. Uh, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since I'm a lucky princess at heart, I picked a royal theme. Ribbons and ruffles and Cheetos. Oh, my. Oh. I painted my badger and a weasel-like, a weasel-like shade of royal pink. Then I decorated my walls with jeweled fungi. Next, oh. I a added a felonious bedspread covered in frilly traders, and even uh, traders has been a, a common noun for like the last six months on the show. <laughs> um, I even got a mendacious throne to sit on. Finally, I hung up a wall-sized poster of my lying heartthrob, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> oh. Hey, what did I say earlier? Don't say penis in this house! Oh, I'm sorry. Tucker Carlson. Same, same, same. Well played. Same, same. Uh, yeah. As long as I'm... the dick. Yeah. As long as I'm going to crush in a room befitting a princess, I might as well have a B-Best Prince by my side. <laughs> now we know exactly when that was from. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or late spring, late spring of this year. So, I, can I can I interrupt right now? We're done. We're done with the mad I, libs. I, so, will you, can is it worth it? Worthy of a parting shot? It is worthy of a parting shot. All Your right, goodness, let's do parting shots. All this just she she just tweeted he, at or in our he, chat room. She he, just said he taint misbehaving. Yeah, that's that's he. Oh God, I did it again. Yeah. Yes, yeah, taint, I know as I do this. Taint but I still love Taint Misbehaving. I know. I'll shut up for the rest of the I know. No, no, no. What else you got for a parting shot? That was the parting shot. That's it? All right. Sorry, Meow. I just love Taint Misbehaving. Good stuff. Uh, and, uh, Sorry, of course. Meow. I'm an asshole. You're not an asshole. Um, and, Bobber, what's your parting shot? Um, oh, boy. Um. But I, I will say for, for all our, our friends, uh, if you hadn't found out already, uh, we bought a house yesterday. Yay! We gotta give you a. Yay. We gotta give you a. Amen. Amen! Amen! So, Brandon and I have each individually owned houses before, but uh, this is the first time we've done this together. So, big, Very exciting. big step for us. 
And it, it's a, it's a, that house is a doozy, man. I saw all the pictures. It's gorgeous. So, congrats. Um, all right, uh, Mr. Santorsa, you get the final parting shot tonight. Well, this is a serious parting shot because we've had uh, quite a little scandal in Pennsylvania the last few days break. Oh yeah, with the uh, Catholic Church and the. Oh, oh God, three, yeah. yeah. But one in particular bothers me a lot because uh, one Scranton bishop, who was a f- priest at the time I was in high school, and he was our chaplain, mm-hmm. was involved in one of the most heinous of the uh, of the uh, abuse cases incidents. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just going to read this short, short, short thing. This should piss everybody off. During his, Har- during his Harrisburg press conference about the grand jury report detailing alleged abuse by more than 300 Roman Catholic priests, including 59 in the Scranton Diocese, Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro read an excerpt from a letter Timlin wrote regarding a rape case. And this was what was in the letter. This is a very difficult time in your life, and I realize how upset you are. Shapiro quoted from Timlin's letter. I, too, share your grief. And then the blow. Except the bishop didn't write the letter to the girl. The bishop wrote the letter to the priest. Oh, my God. You know, can can I ask you something? I know we have to close up the show, but... Joe, I got it because Joe's a Catholic, and so I, 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 I I've, I've been at reformed, a reformed Catholic. Right. Uh, bear, bear, bear Re- recovering, with me. recovering. Bear with me. You know, I think, I think a lot of us watched the movie Spotlight, and hoped, and hoped, that this, that this whole entire disgusting. I don't even know how to put it. But we hope that, you know, that this would be behind us. And I feel like what's happening in Pennsylvania right now means that it didn't stop. It never no. stopped. And they're, they're opening up old wounds and pouring acid into them with this kind of behavior. What, what bothers me is this man, he's 92. He still flies an airplane. He still takes part in parish... Uh, events. He used to come to when my mother was in a one of the uh, nursing homes here in Scranton. Uh, he used to come to their events. <clears throat> he used to come to my my table, and I would cringe. Ugh. I thought he was a creep back when I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when I read about this letter, and I read about this this priest was raping. He raped a seven year old girl. We was visiting in the hospital. Had her tonsils out. Jesus fucking. That Christ. was one. Yeah, this other girl, the one that the letter was about, was seventeen years old. He impregnated her, and then arranged to have an abortion. Of course and the he did. Bishop My knew God. all about both the impregnation and the abortion, and covered it up. And then wrote that letter. That's madness. To the priest. Uh, so, uh, again, yeah. I'm, I'm... Yeah, we, we, I, I, we, I just, we, it's seven after, so we got to start yeah. wrapping it up. All right. I hope we can return to this, because 
I feel like, you know, that movie Spotlight was supposed to be the movie that cleaned out all of this disgusting crap in the Catholic Church in America. And I feel like it didn't. Obviously, it didn't. I mean, I guess that's my parting shot. Anything else, Joe? Nope. That's uh, it. Okay, uh, and please check out the Tim Carmel Show uh, this week. Download it on Sunday night and uh, check it out right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio for Humans. Uh, hmm. And uh, we'll you know we'll we'll keep working on the rebranding. Also, check it out. We're doing episodes four, five, six, and seven. Uh, no, no, five, six, seven, and eight tonight. Uh, uh, not not tonight. Sunday and Monday uh, of Space Patrol, not to be confused with Space Force, um, where we're continuing on to do the entire Space Patrol series, only taking breaks for Halloween and Christmas, and you know uh, that's probably it on the Sci-Fi Double Feature, Sunday and Monday, ten thirty p.m. Eastern, uh, by request of our good friend Theo, uh, one of his favorite sci-fi shows. So, um, and I'll be spinning some tunes on. The Night Show at 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, come hang out with me. Um, in I'll, I'll keep this chat room open and direct anybody to go over to the The Night Show chat. If uh, um, or I don't know, we can hang out in whatever chat. That's another thing we're going to streamline eventually. We're going to make a radio for humans chat room where everybody goes for whatever live show is on or whatever you know if the Tim Coromel show is on you know. Uh, whatever, just one chat room. We're going to streamline it. We're going to make one fucking chat room for everything, everybody. So it'll happen eventually. That's another another thing. But um, yeah, so uh, everybody um, uh, have a great weekend. Uh, I'll keep everybody updated on the garage and everything. And uh, yeah, we'll see everybody in the funny papers. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo! Ah, the French. You piss on it and you shit on it.